Let's do so. this. Okay, good. I already started. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you may have known him from his laugh. His laugh is very, it's very intoxicating. And you probably remember it because he's been on so often. And because the last time I laughed on here, I was intoxicated. <laughs> So oh, yeah, that, I didn't even plan that. Yeah, yeah that's actually yeah. true. The last time you were here, you were laughing drunkenly. <laughs> uh, but Ken's back. Thanks, Ken. So on Saturday Night Live, they give the people a special jacket when it's their fifth time. <laughs> Is that true? Yes, the Five Timers Club. Oh, yeah, uh, you notice. I'm sure I have something I wouldn't mind parting with you. Okay, I'll great. You I just yeah. feel like I should get something. Yeah, it's, that's fine. Is it's this my fifth fi- time. Including your guest spot? I, honestly, I thought you'd been on here more. No, no, just five. Huh. And by the way, very fascinating that uh, I've never filled in when you've had a male guest, and I prefer it this way. <laughs> I have. I'll trust you. I. I. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we had harness. Oh, that's right. We had the bisexual witch. Yes. We had um, Valerie yes. from Yellow Cake. Oh, she was awesome. Yeah. And Lindsay. And Lindsay, yes. And then you. And then me. Yeah. <laughs> My own, yeah. You were the closest thing that we had to a man. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, so when you were asking about does he edit things, that would be a great example of something yeah. you might want to edit out. <laughs> Probably not, though. I'm going to roll Probably with not. it. Yeah, uh, I feel going. comfortable. I feel like I could defend it. Uh, <laughs> I love this. This yeah. is great. <laughs> and then it was, oh, that's right, because you were, yeah. I do want to. I do want to give a shot. This was... I think this was the funniest text I've received in five years, and it came from you. It was after Jill from Salt came on. Um, you sent me a text. It, there was no, we weren't even talking about anything. This came out. I wasn't like, hey, what's going on? What have you been up to? Just out of the blue, he sends me a text, and he, and he's like, the next time you having someone on that's gay without me is a hate crime? Yeah, I think that's what it sounds about, right? <laughs> Whoa. And I took me a I second because I started laughing immediately because it was a very well it. thought out tech. And at the same time, I feel like he was like 40% being honest too. Wow. You really lowballed that. No, I felt it was an attack. Okay. Uh, <laughs> period. Honestly, I don't really have more on that other than it was an attack. Okay. Well, my apologies. And I love Jill. So. Yeah. Yeah. She was awesome. She, was, she is awesome. But speaking of awesome people, and actually, I'm really glad actually that you two are here together because Ken, you are... The easiest person to get over here. And Jenica, you are fucking impossible. (laughs) (laughs) We have been we've been speaking for the last 18 months trying to get her on. 18 months is an exaggeration. How many legit, I'd have to go back and look. How many times did we have a time that we planned and then it changed? Okay, for the record, you did say you're the easiest person to I said that to be nice. You're by far the worst. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And when I say the worst, I mean okay, so we'll put some of these in the context. I'm gonna make you feel bad by the end of this. I I think I think people should also understand it too. So I, I you have a lot going on. I have so, a lot I'll going say, on. So our guest, our guest is Jenica Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. So thank you for coming. All right, now let's start cutting this down. Thanks for having uh, me. So, you, so I, I found you. I th- I want to say in Cleveland.com. and then uh, kind of like what we were talking about. We all kind of know some of the yeah. same people, and then I just kind of come across people, and yeah. then you did some research and found you've uh, been incredibly busy, busier than me for sure. Uh, but we'll get into that in a sec because I do want to address the the difficulty of getting, and not in a bad oh way. It's a good thing. When I reached out to Ken, I was like, "Would you like to come on?" I sent him some dates. He's like, "I'm available for all those." Well, let's talk about today. You texted me last Man. night. Was it? Yeah, texted me last night and said, I don't even know if you said I know this was last minute, but like, is there any way you can fill in tomorrow? To which I sent you two texts right in succession. The first one said, I I think it's really insulting that you think I'm just going to be available tomorrow. And then the second text said, yeah, I'm I'm totally Obviously I'm available, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
In fact, for the record, I was apologetic. Very, very. You apologetic. were very, very, very apologetic. Yeah. And it, which actually made it even funnier. You kind of turned into like that restaurant that I really just kept getting turned away from, and I just had to. I had to go. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. This is that a very became, real confrontation. It became more. <laughs> every single time you switched, I was like, I. this girl's a lock. we got to get her in here. I'm not saying it was therapy for you. It's going to be therapy <laughs> for him. For him. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so true. It was so. Like, one of the times I, you were like. And the way you said it was really funny because I was like, I can't even believe that she even was like, sorry, I have. She's like, oh. sorry, I have this event with Mayor Bibb. I'm going to have to cancel. Oh, and I'm I like. I that line. I totally used that line. What did you have with Mayor Bibb? Well, Joe Simperman yeah. invited me to an event <laughs> with Global Cleveland for the mayor, uh, the meet and greet with the mayor for the international community. So, I and I had forgotten that. to put it on my calendar. I would just love if you reached out to the mayor and be like, sorry, sorry. I'm doing a podcast. I'm going to the basement. Your reception's above ground. Really yeah. Are you the lay- are you the mayor of Cleveland or America? <laughs> I'm going to the podcast. <laughs> well, I had a legit excuse. I wasn't No, your excuses were all like legit. Then okay. let's say you had because then your mother then my came mom, in town. I'm I'm just I have lots of You're busy. Today. It's okay. It's Wait, a good... did you meet Mayor Bibb though? I did. Well I he goes to harness and I like oh. he does Uh-oh. sometimes he does like the Saturday class I do. Worlds are colliding here. Yeah. We have to go. Yeah, we really he do. He goes hard. Like he's really into it. Yeah, wow. well we cause so Andrea uh Losi I'm so mm-hmm. surprised I remember I was very that proud name. Of you in that moment. Uh, she came on. Mm-hmm. She's the the CEO of Harness, and we were talking about that. She's great. Ken was lobbying for like a, a guest spot, which I think he would eventually turn Wilson into the Phillips head instructor on Sunday morning at nine yeah. a.m. Yeah. Can we all An go? Hour and a half are you, of... you going to go? No, that's what I'm trying to plan so that I can lead it. Yeah, oh, I want a guest spot. A guest spot that eventually will eventually, I assume, turn into head trainer. Well, I don't know if you've noticed, I actually try to get employment out of most of the guests that I'm here for. Cause, yes. Because uh, I got to work a shift at flight now because I want the... Uh... Yeah, but these are cool things. Yeah. I mean, like work a shift at flight, you know, do a, yeah. a training session at Harness. I, I'm not sure what openings you have, but Ken... Oh, no. These vegetarian roles filled. are going to be amazing. Are you vegetarian? I am. Oh, no. I know. I already know that we're going to... He said that to me, too. <laughs> He's like, who's the guest? And I sent him your Instagram. He goes, well, I'm a vegetarian. This should be interesting. Yeah. Well, he's I... already drawn a line in the sand. I even... <laughs> no, I'm vegetarian, vegan friendly. Okay. We'll see. With people. We'll get to that. We'll see if that friendly, <laughs> holds... We'll see if that friendly holds up. Yeah. With people, not food. <laughs> so um, I, I did, I, before it really gets off the rails, because everyone's getting along here, so we're not going to really be able to stay on any topic. No. I do want to talk about some of the things that you've, you've done. Yeah. So you came here... I can't remember exactly. You were not super young, but still young. You were a teenager, right? I was 14. You were 14. Mm -hmm. And you came here to live with your grandparents. No. So my mom is a single mom, and she was in L.A. um, initially uh, working as an overseas Filipino worker. That's like the term in the Philippines when you have a parent that's overseas. Um, She was a single mom, so she was providing for my siblings and I. There's four of us. Um, and then she moved to Cleveland because I had a great, a grand aunt who needed mm. some help. So she moved here, met my stepdad, got married, um, got her citizenship. And then eight years later, she, since I'm the youngest of four and how that immigration, you are, you're the yes. youngest. I'm the youngest of four. Young, young energy. Yeah. It's, Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, this is, I'm the youngest of four. Really? Are you really? Whoa. I have, I have an older brother and two older sisters. I have an older brother and two older sisters. Yeah. And I'm by far the best. 
Oh have, yeah, that, um, I mean, not, we all accept no, that. No question. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's so funny. And the Are you two boys and two girls as well? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, boy, boy, girl. We well, may have just started a new me. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> The youngest, youngest and the best. Oh, Carissa the can't best. come down here now. No, she's an only child. Yeah, get out of here, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> that's so funny. Like that's, that's consecutively like that. Yeah, yeah. mine is uh, girl, girl, boy, boy. Oh. Uh, mine is girl, boy, girl, boy, man. Oh, I gave myself. Over. I gave Let's myself man it. at the end. You just gave man it. of steel. No. I guess lasted like a <laughs> minute and it's strong. <laughs> gosh yeah so but, the, oh, so how long have you been here then uh since 2006 so okay. i've been here since never left yeah that's awesome so yeah we went through the whole immigration process waited which i hear is really easy oh yeah it's so easy and so cheap <laughs> and you so know. Quick. everybody does it and yeah, everybody it's like does maybe it a weekend <laughs> like 40 and bucks in a between weekend between like 2016 and 2000 uh 2020 it was really welcoming I found that the was president it? of the country made it really welcoming oh, for wow. him. Yeah, yeah. Aggressive, huh? Yeah. 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 It was like going to men's warehouse. It was like just, you're just like, everyone's family. Yeah. My <laughs> mom would listen to this like, what are, what are they talking about? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Those These guys are, are idiots. <laughs> I'll try to identify. I'll try to flag when we're making a sarcastic joke about your, what I assume is a horrible journey. <laughs> It was a walk in the park. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. My mom moved here, um, I think, in the early 90s. I was only eight when she left. Um, And then eight years later, I joined her and met my stepdad and went through the whole thing. Uh, Moved to Parma from the Philippines. So that was a cultural shock. (laughs) Oh, well, actually, no. Parma is the Philippines of of Northeast Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Is it? No. Okay. It's just I'm like, no. It's just the Parma. Parma's the Parma. Did your mom marry your stepdad before you had even met him for the first time? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was That's I, fascinating. Yeah. It's like, because, you know, as a young child with parents where I separated, you have this like romanticized notion that my, my parents are going to get back together. Like, it's, sure, it's yeah. she's just overseas when she gets back or when, you know, we're all going to be together. And like meeting him, I was a brat. No so, kidding. Was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, fine, Bill. Hated his guts. Um, I, I was just... Bill. Bill. <laughs> it felt right in that Bill? moment. It'd be it felt right. And Bill has two sisters and a brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But he's the oldest. Yeah. yeah. Good, Bill. Oh, my gosh. My, well, you should my, totally... Like, smiling already hurts. This is going to oh, be good. hard. Hey, that's... Whatever. I think you should 100%... And since this won't impact me, I think you should do it. Uh, get married and just show up. And yeah. be like, that's how it felt. No. I hope you like, My will. <laughs> kill me. <laughs> do you have to run dates by your mom? She what do you like, mean? Not, not before you go on them, but she likes to, I feel like she likes to meet them. Uh, in the beginning, yeah. And then after I break up with enough of them, they're like, don't introduce me to anybody <laughs> anymore. Don't waste my time. Let me know when this <laughs> might like, go somewhere. Let me know when there's a ring. We're going to plan a wedding. Like, that's when, yeah. She's kind of over it at this point. Oh, it's but, so But, you know, I think she tries to say that she doesn't care, but she cares very much. Now, is she still in Parma? She, yeah. So, well, my stepdad and her broke up. Shout out, Bill. Yep. Oh, sorry. Oh. What? Oh, no. <laughs> They're separated. It's fine. Um, I was so caught now... up in my joke that I didn't hear what you actually said. <laughs> Good. I'm not going to cry in this episode. I feel like every time I talk about my family, I cry, and this is not those moments. <laughs> it'll be it'll be tough to cry here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've yeah, managed. they separated, and but my family and some of my siblings and nephew and niece live in Parma. There you go. Downtown Parma, whatever 
that is over there. I don't think, like, I don't even really, people say that, like, down here is downtown Lakewood. It just looks like Lakewood. It's just busier. A little north of where I live. <laughs> like, it's not downtown. It's busier. I don't think I've ever been to Parma. Really? Oh. Uh, it's like the Philippines. Okay. That's what yeah. I've heard. So you You've know. been to the Philippines? No. No. Uh, <laughs> No, I've th- that is one of the East Asian countries I have not been to. Yeah, it's really great. it's it's really just the Philippines and Thailand. Yeah, I do not. I'm I'm sure I've been to Parma or at least driven through it, but it's also one of those where I just maybe I just didn't even know I was there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there's not like oh, it's the Parma Justice Center. I don't know if there's any landmarks there. <laughs> I mean, Wait, can I can I detour for one second really please. quick? Because I just need to tell you this, and I don't know that loyal listeners will care about this, but I'm still going to say it. I had to go to Chicago a few weeks ago, and I don't, I don't know if you remember I told you I was going with a 76-year-old nun driving to Chicago, and I had to meet her. Guess where I met her? Parma. Chardon. Oh, oh my <laughs> God, really? Okay, it's so a she, joke that it's a made up. So place. we had a uh, we had our uh, this uh, uh, author actually technically bisexual witch because that's literally what's in her bio. Yeah. Uh, she came on to talk about some of her books. Uh, Sarah Dober. She was really a lot of fun, but she's in Chardon, and we could not convince Ken that Chardon was a real place. So he's like, and now I've been she's like, I'm from Chardon. He's like, where the fuck is Chardon? <laughs> And then she did, he she described it. It's not terribly far. Yeah. Like he thought it was in like Hungary or something. Because yeah. he's like, that's not a real place. She's like, it's like also 40 Hungary. minutes that way. And he's yeah. like, and he's like, nah, it's not a real place. I mean, I wouldn't have known Chardon if I didn't date a guy in college who lived in Chardon. So. I knew somebody wow. in high school that was from yeah. Chardon. That's the only reason I knew too. Oh like, gosh. I don't know where that is. That yeah. could be down the street. I don't know. I don't know. It's Chardon. Who cares? Where did we go to college? What experience did we have? I uh, sort of went to college and then I dropped out. Love um, it. Where did you sort I, of attend? I Well, I went to CIA. Uh, not the intelligence, but the art, art institute. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say people love it there. I don't know if you can take CIA pass fail, <laughs> like the government one. <laughs> Every time I tell my family I went to CIA, they're like, "Oh, CIA? Like, no, art no, institute. not that one." Not that one. Uh, did you not have a great experience? I've... Oh no, I did. I wanted to stay, but you know, my my Asian mother was just very much like adamant that she wanted me to either be a nurse, a lawyer, or a doctor or an accountant. Um, just really uh, proved to me that it's going to be impossible to finish a four-year course because I'm going to have, she showed me, she laid out how much I will owe by the end of it. Um, So she convinced me to just go to Tri-C, and I did because I'm a good daughter. Um, And I finished an associate's, and I just kind of went with it. And you are an artist. Yeah. Whoa. No, what was I am. the hesitation? <laughs> you are. That wasn't a question. I was saying you are an artist. I feel like, yeah, I, I, I am an artist. But I feel like since, I feel like that's also, it stems from not having a bachelor's degree, feeling like I'm not a real artist. Oh, no. Oh, but, disagree. Hard disagree. Yeah. Right. But I'm learning, I'm learning that it's a perception. It's just like an insecurity and I'm getting past it. Okay, well, this might be a good pivot because you have a, you started a web design company. Uh, just a graphic design. Company. Graphic design. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I actually don't know the difference. <laughs> it's a big difference. <laughs> Wait, I just figured it out in my head. Okay, I'm good. Graphic and web. <laughs> web is I was like, website. Yeah, we Got could it. Okay. talk yeah. through that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so graphic design. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not really a company. It's just I, when I was, um, you know, I had full-time jobs and I hustle all the time because I do help my family and um, – I like collaborating. Like Cleveland's, I've learned to be a really good um, 
space for collaboration. Huge. You know? Meeting everybody Huge. and then, oh, I'm doing this business and can I help get, get help with this? I'm starting this. You know, like there's a lot of friends that are starting businesses and I love helping them. You yeah, know? And very just, much. You know, I, again, like we're all the people that we've, I think maybe 85 to 90 different guests that we've had on here. Uh, 30 if you count all the times that Ken's been here. <laughs> yeah. uh, but all of the, like some of them actually have collaborated. Like we've done uh, some like Brian, the 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 one of the other co-hosts has actually done comedy shows with some of our other guests, huh. like guests at like a uh, uh, like a Good Company. Brett from Good Company I love came Brett. on. Brett's the best. the best. You want to talk about an episode that fucking got away from us? <laughs> I'm not sure we ever talked about Good oh, Company. Oh, I want to listen to it. Oh my god! If, and just the he's amount got, of empty bottles and ca- yeah, he is. I talked to him uh, a little. I didn't even know he had moved down there. He yeah. and I were texting about some other stuff, and he's like. I'm actually in Florida. I'm here until yeah. I think – actually, this might be the month he's coming back. Is he coming no, back? No, he is back. Oh, I don't know. I'm almost positive. <laughs> cool. Either way, I'm glad we really got into when Brett was coming back. But, <laughs> yeah, we, we've actually turned out, collaborated, and done a lot of things with, and even kind of introduced other people. Yeah. Like, hey, you should talk to this person uh-huh. that's been on. That they're, they're a great you know, avenue for things like that. But, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. those things. Because like I helped a lot good of company a, for a little bit with their um, social – I love that. So place. I took pictures for a little bit because um, my best friend Nina Holzer, she was one. Her family co-owned Good Company with Brett. Okay. So kind of helping them. Anyways, it's what I tell yeah. people about Cleveland all the time. That's like one of the things I tell people is that I've never felt so supported. Yeah. And then, I mean, I you know I'm legit not from here, uh, <laughs> and and I feel like anything that I try, people show up to support. And my gosh, do I work my tail off to support other people? Mm-hmm. And it's I can always just find a collaborator, and people are eager. For, Andrea and I sat down to talk through her book ideas, and like, how can oh, we yeah, move yeah. it? And Aww. yeah, yeah, I listened to that episode. Time. That was great. She was so, awesome, you know. And that's her. she, and she was one. Andrea and I think Valerie. Uh, Valerie from Yellow Cake. She was great. Yeah, I love and her. but those two made me feel so lazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because they they're do doing so, so many amazing yeah. things. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here like that's so incredible. In my head, and they're I'm moms. Like, oh yeah. Ugh. And in my head, I'm just like, what am I doing? Because like I'm I'm gonna finish this episode. I'm gonna watch Predator again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting no. Nowhere. I I um <laughs> I worked a, I worked a full day a few weeks ago. I'm exhausted still. Yeah. I'm just there and on top of being mothers, they might sleep three hours a night. I, I can't imagine that. I just yeah. They, they it's it's incredible, you know, and what they're doing. And I'm I'm really excited to see like the next year and eighteen months mm-hmm. with both of them with what they're oh, doing. Oh yeah. yeah. That's such a with cool Harness thing. Collective, I'm so excited. Harness for Collective that. and and I don't mm-hmm. think Valerie has announced yet which building no, she is not buying. Yet. So no, she's no. buying yeah. a big building. I wanna know yeah. which building know. it is. Yeah. Let's text her. Yeah, I might do that. I, don't, well, I, yeah. I feel, yeah. <laughs> but I that's no, I have no reservation. She's telling us all. I'm like, this is just it's it's incredible. Yeah, you know that's someone that just like you know started something and decided okay it's it's working, mm-hmm. then it's really going well, then it's taking off. Now I'm on. Now I want to expand. And yeah, her, like Valerie's attitude was She's just so like, creative. why would I stop anywhere? I'm just gonna keep. She is that that person that is just. She had success, and she's someone who's never going to be content. Right. She she's like, it. I just want to yeah. get more. Mm-hmm. And that's not getting more in like a greedy way. It's getting more in, I want to see who else I can collaborate with. Maybe we can grow this place or this mm-hmm. place. It's it's awesome. This is a very big collaboration city. And I think that's when I kind of hesita- hesitated when you said I'm an artist. I think I'm like more so a collaborator, like Love first that. and foremost. Like I feel like with a lot of the design work that I've done, I collaborated with the people that are having this vision and I'm just putting it to 
been putting it in reality or putting it out there. And, yeah. you know, like, that's what I love about my freelance work because I get to not only know about the new and upcoming things that people are doing, but also, like, getting to know the people and, like, them trusting me. And I feel like... Oh. It's such a great feeling to be like in that space with that person that has like a big idea and you're like helping cultivate it. Yeah, big. Yeah, it. even you're hearing an idea, and then you're hearing that idea kind of just grow and yeah. develop into like a, a footnote in your head mm -hmm. to like something on this big you know, billboard in your head somewhere. Like, and then you start you start kind of thinking about the possibilities mm -hmm. and what you could do and yeah. and what you can do or you know what I know someone that can help you with that or have you yeah. talked to this person yeah. mm -hmm. and then it just yeah it's it's I mean it's almost like a YouTube rabbit hole for your head Seriously. when you start hearing those ideas you're like what about this what about this there's so much yeah and it's like, great Cleveland is like perfect for that you know like yeah. who do we know that could get for example I did this project with um, these two um, women on I met them on Instagram it's her name's Chi Chi and um, Kelly we did bento of box uh -huh. or bento of joy sorry bento of joy during the holidays and um, Chi Chi actually uh, I started she does cookies it's called Chi Chi cookies or her Instagram is called get.chichi and she does like Asian inspired Asian flavored cookies she does like matcha uh -huh. she does lavender she does um, she does Get all these like the show, please <clears throat> invite me. Thank you. She's she, she's a great baker. And Kelly, she does macarons. She does like French pastries yeah. that are also Asian inspired flavors, and it's just so good. So, anyways, Chi Chi got in touch with me and was just like, "Hey, would love." She just moved here from New York. Her boyfriend um, has lived here in the past, and um, they came back during the pandemic because they were working from home. So cheaper rent. And she reached out to me. She's like, hey, don't have a lot of friends. Um, I, I follow your Instagram and let's cook together, you know? And we never really cooked together. We just kept eating out. And she was like, what if we did a project? And um, then we brought on our friend, her friend at the time, Kelly, and we did what's called Bento of Joy. And it's a collection of Asian desserts because we always come together and we always talk about, oh, in Japan and in the Philippines and China, you know, we talk about the desserts and like, like, family stories and heirlooms and all that stuff and like what if we create this story but in like a box um and so we did uh seven desserts and oh my we, gosh we had like little stories in the dessert and we had like little origami stars and it's like very much handmade and we did it in like um well we did it three times we did three drops and we wanted to do more but it was just so much it took so much time and effort and energy because everything was hand packed um but that money I used to, uh, you know, help my mom get home to the Philippines. And it was just, like, one of those things that is just, like, nice that, like, I met those people on Instagram. Yeah. And, it's like, a connection. Yeah. And we talked about our, like, collective, like, experiences as Asian Americans and, like, you know, and during a time that's just very much, like, not pleasant for Asian people. Right. So it's, like, yeah. it was nice to, like, meet them. And now they're really great friends. Uh, yeah. I love that, is, that story. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> Yeah. It's just it's it is it's a cool thing. Yeah, it, it really is to hear things like that and to because I mean this was I mean how would you do that you know twenty years ago right Yeah, you, know, I you wouldn't can't go up to somebody. Hell no, like, I still wouldn't. <laughs> I'm just gonna knock on your door. Let's be and... <laughs> Although yeah. I do that in the game. I'll try that yeah. next time. <laughs> yeah, I'll try that. I'll just walk up. I think it'll go off to a really bad start if I'm just like, so you're white, I'm white, and the guy's like, whoa, well, where are you going with this? <laughs> It's, it sounds a little more it's racist okay. when I do it. But I but I do that at gay bars all the time. It's, it's like, fine. oh, you're gay, I'm gay. We're friends now. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, well, now. Okay, yeah. anyways. Wait, yeah. so, talk so about... we all do it. You just do it successfully. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the difference. Talk about food growing up. Like, I feel oh, like yeah. food was pretty central to your childhood. It really was. I mean, so... I, when I moved here from the Philippines to Parma, there's not a lot of, well, there's not a lot of Filipinos or Filipino food. So since I left my mom's home in college, I didn't really have access to Filipino food. So um, YouTube is a great resource. So I would just uh, Google a bunch of recipes and I didn't, I mean, I knew how to cook basic things when I was younger, but um, not to the scale now that I learned how Mm. to but I grew up in the kitchen so in the Philippines my grandma and my mom actually had a catering business so I would be like five or six years old running around the kitchen and like watching my grandma chop vegetables and like bustling like people coming in and out and like you know it was just like that energy that I've always like known and loved and missed when I moved here so moving here you know as a 14 year old it's pretty isolating and like really quiet and you know, you miss it. And so I, for so long, I was trying to recreate that. Um, and, you know, as a young girl, like I had a lot of insecurities. I didn't know, like, I was just kind of feeling insecure all the time in spaces. And I think it wasn't until in my like mid twenties where I'm like, yeah, I'm Filipino. Yeah. I love Filipino food. Like, why am I ashamed of that? You know, because for so long, I mean, you have this, like, you would bring Filipino food in, in high school and people would make fun of you. Right. Like, there's that, like, stigma that just people were mean before. And and I feel like it, it, it stuck with me and I just felt like it was one of those things that I, like, couldn't be proud of until I owned it. Yeah, and, like, yeah, and a lot of, especially, like, when, when, I mean, everyone in high school is kind of 80% moron because you don't really know any better. <laughs> right, and you don't and know yourself. You don't know anything yeah. and you really don't know yourself. Right. And a lot of times it, it turns into that. Yeah. And when you think about like here, and, and one of the good things about, I think, living in America and I think especially like where we are now, like living in Cleveland, this area, like Lakewood, tri- like all those mm-hmm. is that there are different variations of a lot of different kinds of food. Right. I really like that part. But when yeah, when you're growing up, you just don't know any better. Yeah. And kids suck. They just do. I sucked as a kid. I'm not a great <laughs> adult. But like, I mean, you just that's just kind of the default. You know, yeah. you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Can you don't understand it? It's you don't new, see so it's weird. Anywhere. And you don't know it. Yeah. yeah. So you think that And it's, like Filipino yeah. anything is not taught in school. It doesn't even come up. No. You know, maybe Where is that? A lot exactly. Of people, like, that's, right. that's what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. most of it is that. You know, it, we do have, like, the common, the more common cultural type foods, like Mexican food, Italian food. But even things like uh, like Middle Eastern food, yeah. that wasn't a big thing until, like, the last, like, 10, 15 yeah. years probably, yeah. really. Yeah. You know, we because we had uh, – uh, I'm going to butcher her name. Uh, Tina uh, Fatou, she came on. And she, mm-hmm. uh, like, her family, I think, owns the, uh, 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 the Aladdins here. Oh, and then yeah. she actually has a really big, like, online presence for just Middle Eastern type food. Like, yeah. uh, like Zatar, I know, is, is one of the things that she, she brought it over. It's delicious. But yes. that was 10, literally 10 years ago. I didn't know what that was yeah. when I was 25. That wasn't mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. You know, it's just we just had more of just the, the, the like, Mexican and Italian food. Was just normal to us. Yeah. Like we didn't even really view it as cultural, and now we're starting to see more mm-hmm. infusion, more come in, which is great. Represent- but representation matters. Also, I like the part much. where yeah. you made it seem like ten years ago you were twenty-five. That was my favorite part. <laughs> that there was story. I was like, oh, really? That's some interesting math. No, I was so, twenty-seven. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> for for folks who don't know, like, what are some yeah. of the yeah. basic staples of Filipino cuisine? 
a chicken adobo. Um, like are, there, are there spices that are pretty central? Yeah. So, well, a lot of a lot of our food is very. Um, it's influenced by uh, Spanish cooking mm-hmm. because we were colonized by the Spaniards for like a long time. I'm, I'm going to butcher the amount of years, but it's a, a very long time. And and not well, only don't do that because he just butchered me when I <laughs> did a little bit of a math flub. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that shedding some honesty in the yeah. there we go. Yeah, I'm here to help. <laughs> but um, yeah, but there's a lot of influence. There's Malay. There's Chinese. Mm. There's so that's why I feel like it took a very long time to get to Western culture because it was really hard to 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 simplify, I guess, or to explain to people what it is because it's a mixture. It's really a melting pot of a lot of a lot of different cultures and a lot of the people that colonize the country. You know, it's it's a melting pot, and so. But the most popular dish is chicken adobo, so it's just like a chicken stew that's braced in like soy sauce, vinegar, black peppercorns, bay leaves. Some people like to put a little bit of sugar. Um, but if, even if that that dish alone, in every region in the Philippines, they have their own version. You know, some people in the south likes to put coconut milk. You know, some some people like to um, have it be saucy. Some people like it to just be the chicken and a little bit of sauce. You know, so it's very it's very diverse and it's own way and and it's interpreted in a, in a lot of different ways also yeah there's one word i, I can, i'm gonna dive right into it because i'm but pulling, lumpia I'm lumpia up. is one of them so yeah i what make lumpia it? lumpia is just an egg roll okay um not just an egg roll it's a lumpia so it's 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 like an egg roll like you know your regular chinese egg roll but it's filipino version so it's it's practically the same it's just the flavoring's a little bit different and it's meatier it is that the name i and i again not to dive around but isn't is that the name of your other yeah. your delivery business your food delivery sir so, yeah well sort of during okay. the pandemic my family got laid off and um it's kind of a funny story lumpia is one of those uh foods that my friends i feel like honestly why i have friends and why i had friends in high school because a lot of my friends in high school would literally come over to my mom's house just so they can have the lumpia. Because my I think mom would they make like it you as a too, snack. Just for the record, I don't know them, but, but I'm finding it difficult to believe that. <laughs> well, the two of them are coming yeah. on next week. We'll get to we'll the find bottom out. Of it. We'll <laughs> find out. Yeah. Kids were literally... as well as one one ex boyfriend too. So. No. Oh. <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> um, it's so weird that your mom's calling in next week. Do you have the, Do you have that hookup? Is to... this an intervention? Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that I was a guest. <laughs> oh yeah, next week's the intervention. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna yeah, just call you out of the blue. Great. Cool. Thanks, guys. Um, well, yeah. So Lumpia. during the pandemic, during yes. the pandemic, sorry, I, you can't do this to me. My brain's literally like all over the place. If it was just like a normal interview, I wouldn't listen to this. So oh, great! It's got to be like this. This is how all of our episodes have to be. Nice to meet you guys too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. During the pandemic, my family, most of my family, got laid off. So trying to figure out a way to just earn a little bit of income and that was a thing that a lot of my friends want and it was also the easiest thing to freeze and not really require to cook or have like a like an actual brick and mortar you know so it's just we would make it Sundays and I we would package it and I made the logo and I helped got a sticker on there and so it started with just friends um and then we were like oh let's try just opening it to the public and I literally would I don't live in this apartment anymore so I guess I could say it I I literally was like dealing egg rolls outside of my apartment (laughs) like random people would come up and I was just like you know you know they would pick up their egg rolls and I would drop it off and so you know we I 
probably raised three thousand dollars in the pandemic to just doing that okay so here are the three words that i'm obsessed with and i might be attaching too much meaning to them and you'll tell filipino me filipino words no no oh no i would never oh, oh. <laughs> uh no but it's three words that you have on on the olympia um instagram oh, yeah so frozen filipino egg rolls great uh -huh. that's what we can get there and then there are these three words uh -huh. but with respect yeah What's that about? Because so, it feels like there's a story there. So Lumpia is the name of the product, pull, which I added. It's a respectful term that kids would use to respond to elders. So in the Philippines, there's, uh, if, if, if somebody asked, like, have you eaten? Have you eaten? And you would just, you wouldn't say just yes. You would say opo. Opo is a respectful yes. Pull is just like, yes. Like if somebody called for you and you're like, pull. So... I remember growing up, I had to learn that the hard way because, you know, they, my grandparents would not respond to me unless I used the word pull or opal. It's res just respectful. That's a nice, yeah. interesting spin. Yeah. Why? Not even really spin. Yeah. Just, again, a, it's it's just another gateway kind of into the, the a, food, a food that people are already really yeah. don't know much about but really okay. like. It's another it's another insight into the culture that they're just maybe maybe for the first time experiencing. Because I, I was just that. like, what's a good way to make this like catchy? Because I feel like there's a place in LA called Lumpia Company or yeah. um, or another like Filipino whatever, you know. Um, so I don't know. I just wanted to uh, make my mom proud. No, that's <laughs> yes, awesome. There it is. No, I that's... knew it was there. It was either that or I was thinking there was another Lumpia dealer that was being disrespectful. And Lumpia so you were, dealer. you were, well, that's uh, what you were. The Lumpia uh, Wars. Yeah, yeah. The Lumpia I, Wars. Yeah. 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 No, it was bad. Yeah. The, oh yeah. The problem yeah. with Chardon. You weren't here no for that. There's no beef with anybody. No, no, The no, Lumpia no. Wars of Chardon in the early 2000s were <laughs> that very was brutal. nuts. Yeah. yeah. The nun told me about those. But, Can't believe um, we lived through that. But I, so it was either that you were, you were giving respect or I felt like you were deliberately contrasting yourself with another Lumpia no, dealer. No. Like they do their thing, but we do it with They're respect. They're disrespectful. We're the respectful That's ones. What I, that yeah. was the no. interpretation. All right. Fine. That's, <laughs> I, yeah, I, you know what? And the other thing behind that is that people, like, I mean, Ken caught it. You know, Ken's sharper than most people. Let's be real though. I mean, the but, age thing, he caught that, so. Yeah, we don't got to dwell on it. Oh, the, uh, okay. <laughs> but that is, again, that is something that I think that's such, and people will remember that. Like, I'm going to remember yeah. that oh, yeah. story and where that comes from. I love it. You know, it's not even just like a cool cultural thing. It's also almost like a marketing tool. Yeah. You know, because people will ask that question. You know, they, they find something that they like, and people will stick to the stuff that they like, especially now. Yeah. And uh, to have that is, uh, it, it's just it's kind of like your own thing. Yeah, I haven't really done much with it. I'm hope I like just I want to do more with everything that I'm doing, but right. I just feel like there's not enough time. So yeah. hopefully, well, I'll restart that and people could could get more lumpia. But what um, did your mom think of them? She was excited. I mean, uh, it started to, the traditional lumpia is just pork, and of course we gotta cater to the veggies, uh, vegetarians. There so. was some attitude are... I felt in what was just said. <laughs> I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Let's go. I felt I I felt it, but I also felt like you started it. Yeah. So okay. Here. Yeah. All right. I wasn't I wasn't picking up what you're putting down this, there. Yeah. But... This new podcast that we're starting, I, I'm calling it the fourth. The fourth. Because we're the youngest of four. Oh, anyway, yeah. keep going. I've been working on it. May and... the fourth. Oh. Ooh, no. Okay. Anyways. It's a little Star Warsy for me. Yeah. But yeah, we'll figure it out. Anyway, okay. cool. I I we don't have know to if decide your mom. Now, guys. Yeah. If you're if <laughs> we do um if uh. If your mom tried them and said, these are up to snuff. Yeah. Did... Wait. Oh, she, we make it together. Oh, you did make it together. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, that's so we, cool. That's because, like, you know, she was, I wanted to support 
I wanted to like, because we cook all the time at home, and my mom miss miss the whole like catering. I talked about we had a catering business, so my mom loves to cook for people, and sometimes you know she would cook for friends if they have a party and just deliver it. So it's it's like in her nature. So we would do it. We would do them together, and you know my nieces would would um and help with a wrapper and my mom would you know like my mom and I would roll and you know it was like a family affair what about um, I mean you talk about like things that are popular in Cleveland what about just doing like pop-ups that way you're not trying to do it all the time so yeah we t- I talked about pop-ups with um Saucy Son actually we might do something in the summer um it's just hard with people's schedules yeah, and sure I don't know. I have a full time job and I, I I design and and it's just like I twenty twenty two. I said I need to have a better focus on things and. <laughs> well, it's like you said. There's just there just isn't enough time in the day to sometimes yeah. do all the things that yeah. you want to do. And I want to do a lot of things. And I feel like, again, going back to like artists, I feel like I, I'm not just really a graphic designer. I I like people. I love food. I love the community. And it's just like I feel like everything that I do in my work bleeds over to all the other things that I do. And I feel like that's what I love about what I do. It's just like, I, it's yeah. not, it's never boring. And like, I get to just constantly evolve. We've yeah. talked about this. Very it's, much. It's, I wouldn't even say the bleed. It's your narrative thread. Yeah. But that's part of your narrative thread that mm-hmm. gives you life doing this. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I love hearing that. I feel like, cause I mean, I don't know, talking about like when I was 14, I've, I feel like I've, I'm also part of this organization called OPAL. It's, Ohio Progressive Asian Women Leadership. I love them so much. Yeah, they're great. And I feel like meeting them kind of felt like coming home because, like, there's a lot of, like, people that look like me and, like, have this – shares the same story. And and it kind of just – normalize the trauma of, of the immigration process that we went through. Not normalize and, and, and romanticize version of it, but just like understand that that you're not alone in, 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 in this in this process or the process that we went tr- went through. And it's just nice to be a part of, of something that's like bigger than myself. And well and you can talk like you can talk about the immigration process to like people that like you knew in high school or college or, or yeah. that you work with, but that's one of those things like they can sympathize. I'm like, oh my god, I didn't know that. Right. But to actually be able to have a discussion about mm-hmm. you really—that's one of those things you almost just have to have that conversation with somebody that has actually been through it. Right. That and, understands and it. to learn how to organize yeah. and use that story to exactly, help yeah. elevate other people and like motivate people. And it's like I'm learning. Like public speaking wasn't always like a great thing that I like had the courage to do, but they helped me. You know. And it's like there's power in your story. There's power in your 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 trauma there's po- like all of these uh the languages and like all of the the ways that i tell my story now is is really because of opal and how yeah. they've shaped my thinking they're and so amazing they're great and tessa tessa i was uh, just gonna I say love tessa. <laughs> so you should have her on the show oh you yeah. love tessa. tessa's great they i will say they just took a very strong political stance uh yeah. against um tim ryan yep. who's running Called for senate out. uh mm-hmm. and and Put a he put a commercial out there, and he he's the Democratic candidate for Senate, but he's not the only one in Opal. Mm-hmm. It was a great statement. Yeah, um, yeah, we just Kim, did. Sharon Kim did it. The the yeah. Buckeye Flame. We just did a piece oh, on uh, a couple of the graduates of Opal's uh, uh, fellowship program. Okay. Um, of individuals who are who are looking to foster spirits of liberation mm-hmm. and community, um, and I cannot for the life of me remember what the fellowship program is called right this second. Sure uh, but that. we just wrote about it, and yeah. Opal's an, just an amazing organization, and and you know by necessity, 
my gosh, did they step up to the plate last year uh, mm-hmm. in, in, in being a voice for, hey, FYI, this has been the experience of Asian Americans mm-hmm. uh, here in the States. So yeah, I, I'm obsessed. I'm yeah. obsessed with Tessa. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> and, you know, the collective power, harnessing that and, and, yeah. and like really making sure that a lot of these folks have a voice because oftentimes, you know, like as Asian Americans, we're overlooked or we're looked at somebody who's just quiet and timid and like all these stereotypes about APIs. So it's nice to have Opal in your corner and just really helping kind of break that mold. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Sorry, do, uh, AIPIs, is that Asian? API, Asian American Indian Pacific, Pacific, okay. Pacific Island. Okay, yeah. sorry, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, but yeah, that, that's it, it's actually similar to when I met Ken and like the entire being affiliated with understanding like the Buckeye Flame, a lot of those things, it's not that people don't care about them, they just don't know anything about them. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Ken will, like he sent me an article the other day, it's something I was vaguely aware of, but not fully aware of. And it's things that people can get behind, there just has to be more of an avenue to make people aware of that. Because I think people would get behind it mm-hmm. and are, and would be an ally to it, but there's just so much going on right now in people's lives. Mm-hmm. And they, you can't even really decipher what's entertainment, what's, you know, Real. politicized, like, like things that it's not really politicized. That's just, that's the way that the situation is mm-hmm. for somebody yeah. that wants to come over here yeah. and wants to go through the immigration process to yeah. become a citizen. And it's, always been kind of goofy when someone says just go through that and i'm not saying that they should or shouldn't but it's it's always been simplified they've made it out like it was like trying to apply for like a target credit card yeah. like no it's a 10 year process for more some than people that, i mean more. it's it's yeah. just it's it's really it's 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 taxing it's really it's it's financially emotionally Emotional. psychologically i mean it takes a toll on you yeah. and just and then when it finally happens it's just it's like the graduation like of all graduations, you yeah. know? It's it's I can't yeah. believe it's finally here. So they actually did a campaign called Love Has No Borders, mm-hmm. um, and I was part of it. And I talked about my family's immigration journey, and a lot of other folks did um, a collection of, of different um, storytelling. They, people did um, poetry. Some people did artworks. You know, it was it's on opal.org or... Is it opal.org? Yeah. Uh, they have a library there of all of the stories. And it kind of just humanizes the process of immigration and it helps bring faces and, you know, um, real stories that people went through. It's so great. Yeah. Because I, I learned about it through Bellison. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was on it. She was yeah. on it. Yeah. She would be another interesting She's one for great. you. She's great. She does burlesque. Oh, love her. So I host all of the burlesque shows for Bella at oh, the Beach cool. and Ballroom. And so okay. Bella's Bella's a character. I, I would actually, that would be one where mm-hmm. I won't say a word. I just want to watch <laughs> you too and just see how it goes. Okay. Well, I don't believe you wouldn't say a word. No, right I, right we will sit over there. I can actually promise you I will not say a word. But can I just say, even with, with the article that I sent you this week uh, about this new HB 616 that, that's being mm-hmm. proposed by Republicans in Ohio, um, one of the things that they would outlaw people are calling it the, the don't say gay bill and that's a total in fact buckeye flame called it that at first and we're stopping doing that because it's not just about sexual orientation um it also would ban uh conversations in schools about intersectionality mm-hmm. and so great you know here's my experience being gay but the experience being uh, a gay asian immigrant is astronomically oh different gosh, yeah. and and that's one of the things that uh, this bill would ban is an individual giving voice to here's my experience with these all of these different identities mm-hmm. put together. 
Intersection intersectionality. Yeah, is that the word? Did intersectionality. Right? Oh, it's it's in the it's in yeah. the first paragraph mm -hmm. of things that would be banned. Yeah. Uh, in K through twelve education here in Ohio. And I, well, I think with things like that too, and honestly, you can even do the immigration. They're both kind of related, in at least in terms of the way that it is put out into like the general public. Mm -hmm. Is that like the don't say gay, all those things? There are so many then. Most people cannot understand what it actually is unless they sit down and actually right. read the bill. Mm -hmm. And if we're being 100% honest, 95% of the population won't do that. <laughs> and and they, they kind of count on media to kind of like give them the cliff notes of this is the problems with it. Here's what it actually proposes. Right. And then – but when you have so many different outlets that are giving different variations – a lot of people just don't know what, myself included, I don't know yeah. what is actually accurate. Yeah. And that's honestly the foundation of apathy. People are like, forget it. I don't care. Yeah. That's where a lot of it comes from. Yep. I'm, also, I'm worried. I'm worried about that piece, and yeah. I think that's a, a a part of the reason that so many news outlets gravitate towards well, hashtag Don't Say Gay, mm -hmm. because it's so easy to understand. It's not that I'm not worried about the sections of the bill that that address sexual orientation that would effectively ban youth from doing family trees if they're gay people in your family. I mean, really, that, that's the kind of things that or children's books with same sex parents. I'm way more concerned. I am concerned about that. I am also yeah, extremely <laughs> concerned uh, with with the intersectionality piece because as yeah. much as whatever my conversations are about sexual orientation, I'm a privileged white male. You know, at the end of the day, I, I enjoy a heck of a lot of privileges. But when we start talking about, especially, um, you know, we're we're increasing conversations about the intersection between uh, being black and and being trans and mm -hmm. and being female, but. It, there are barely conversations on that intersection between uh, Asian identity, Asian yep. American identity, and LGBTQ identity. Mm -hmm. um, and that's also like yeah. what the whole Stop Asian Hate movement had, had, you know, like a lot of people learned that a lot of Asian American liberation is because of the black-led, uh, like, uh, movement that, that African Americans and black Americans in this country has started. Yeah. Or immigra immigrants are allowed here because of that bill. I the what is it called the uh, immigration immigration act, act of yeah we literally covered it in class last week and I can't think of the year I and students I'm beer. sorry yeah. it's the beer <laughs> it's a very strong rosé y'all thanks Lindsay yeah <laughs> but you know a lot of it like it's a learning it's 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 a learning process for a lot of people and it it it's terrible that it has to be this way for us to learn it but sometimes experiences are the greatest teacher. Now, when you when you talk about like the like any any stop Asian hate that you're involved in, mm -hmm. and and I ask this because I have an opinion on it, but obviously I, yours is much more valid. What do you think about that as it's kind of picked up steam in the last couple of years? Versus, I guess my question is: Is this something that's actually been here for thirty years and it's just now being covered? Yeah, I mean, I feel like the hashtag has definitely sure okay elevated. I mean, as again, going back to when I was 14, I've experienced a lot of yeah. the things that are oh, yeah. what people are talking about. You know, I've had people literally ask me, like, what Asian are you? Or like, are you really Asian? Your last name's Gonzalez, you know, like, and moving from the Philippines to here, like, I thought those were just like normal questions that people ask you to get to know you, you know, I didn't know that there was like a a veil of, of discrimination or, or like hate, hatred towards what I because I looked the way that I looked, you know, or again bringing food that is different from people. Like, why are you? That's gross. That's what is that? Is that chicken feed? Is that you know, like just yeah. assumptions of things that like because they see it to be different, 
it's it's an it's a it's an outlet for them to just be hateful and i feel like granted that was just backhanded comments i can't even imagine all of the violence the actual violence that a lot of our elders oh, yeah, are going yeah. through right now in cities you know people are getting killed people yeah. are getting like mugged and assaulted and the like there's a new one every week now yeah and it's really yeah. terrible it's really heartbreaking and i can't imagine like seeing all these videos i can imagine my mom you know like going to yeah. the grocery store and just just being assaulted like that it's just crazy what what was the representation like in parma high school Not is it called parma of... high school is that... yeah i went to normandy high school the invaders. <laughs> no, wait a second. I have 42 <laughs> questions right now. There's a place called Normandy High School and their mascot is the invaders? Yes. It's and the, it's wait, you knew this already? I just assumed that everyone knew how bad that was. Home of the invaders. That's literally <laughs> Am I getting punked right now? No, is this like a real no, thing? Because I will go back to New Jersey in no, like two seconds. No, it's, it's, it's real. Yeah. It's Normandy High School, home of the invaders. What does the mascot look like? It's an invader. It's Normandy, the invader with the little... I have to go. You have yeah. to go. Yeah, go to bed. I'm not going no, with I mean you. go to bed. Yeah, definitely just, go to one of their home games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so perhaps representation at Normandy High School was not pretty plentiful. No, no. Jeez. So yeah, you can only imagine. But you know, I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Well, yeah, because I'm well, still on the Normandy. You, well, High School, so one yeah. of them, like, <laughs> so one of them, you talked about like people asking you. Uh, you know, are you really aged? Yeah. That is a general, I think that's a general, not, even, I don't even want to say it's a malicious, it's just a general ignorance that people don't actually understand that the Philippines is actually an Asian, in Asia. it falls right. under mm -hmm. Asia. Mm -hmm. uh, they just don't know that. Yeah. So I'm sure you've gotten questions like that. Some of them were probably pretty improperly phrased. Some of them were probably generally confused because that right. is a very genuinely strange th people don't get that no, they, they no. really just don't it's just yeah. one it's just a natural ignorance mm -hmm. one of the things that we've just never picked up on and i don't know why um and unfortunately i don't have a solution to that i'm sorry um <laughs> but yeah like these those are again it's something that people can't really understand yeah they, they just can't unless they actually experience it and i'm sure a lot of these kids were asking me out of curiosity but out of just being children and in high school in, in like a setting where they're trying to impress like it comes off as no i'm not defending them but at the same time i'm, I'm sure there was actual curiosity it was just sometimes there was some yeah i'm but sure I, there was. but i hear from so i teach yeah i teach racial justice at, at baldwin wallace i mean mm -hmm. that's my that's my area of study and and what I hear from some students, um, and I'd be curious if this was your experience, is that even if it's coming from a good place, whatever that means, that curiosity place, that being the recipient of those questions doesn't feel voluntary. I hear from a lot of students saying, you don't feel like you can just opt out and say, I'm, I'm going to choose not to answer that question. When right. you are so tokenized, it's like, ah, crap. I. I have to answer this and I have to provide information. I don't know if that's an experience yeah. like well, I, I have to be your map. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> well, well because very... I'm representing so much more than myself. So right. I can't just opt out of having this conversation. It's also a very chilling experience for the first time, you know, yeah. when you're asked about something that is very innate and like personal to you. Not personal, it's your identity. And and yeah. you start to question it. Like as a young teen too at the time, like these questions did not make it easier to acclimate, you know, because you're constantly in your brain trying to figure out where you fit in this society. And like the added pressure of understanding and, and making other people understand your identity is, is just impossible. 
it's it's and if I didn't think this would lead to a fight, I would totally do this. Um, <laughs> it's like walking up to just walk like grab any like white dude like at a bar and yeah. be like, "Hey, where are you from?" Yeah, and then they're like, "Well, I'm from probably Chardon." Uh, like, you well, I mean, from? like originally, yeah, like yeah, where's yeah. your family from? Yeah. Oh, what's well, you know German and Scottish? I'm like, you don't look German. Yeah, but sometimes yeah. the questions aren't even, you know, where are you from? My favorite, and by that I mean the worst. Mm. What What are you? What are you? Uh, that is that is actually yeah. I actually had to think about that. Like, what are you? I'm a person. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm an invader. I'm slowly like <laughs> go invader. I'm a colonizer. <laughs> I'm obviously an invader. See you Friday at the game. Oh, no. <laughs> again, Parma. it's just say, and most people again don't hear. Yeah. And maybe it is genuine curiosity, but still, there has to be some. That's the bias that you th- have. There has to be something mm-hmm. in your mind where you're just like, was that the best way to ask that question? Yeah. And the answer, a lot of times, is probably no. Yeah. Um. And that's, I think, where people can obviously do a lot better there. I mean, you can ask an inquisitive question about something you're interested in, but you don't have to ask it in a way of, you know, you're just something in front of me and I don't get it. I need you to explain it and then I'm going to go away. And like what you were saying about renaming bills to make it be more, like, accessible, like, that's kind of what I think about when people ask me those questions. It's like they try to – and that's also a problem because they try to minimize people, like Mm. actual people. To a category, because I am more comfortable with you if I know what category you're in. Yeah, if I can, if I can't check a box, then you don't exist. You yeah. know, like I'm the <laughs> same. When I found out that Ken was gay, I was like, I didn't, because at first I'm like, what it's do I a feed pilot him? Program. Like I didn't know what food to provide for him because <laughs> obviously, so I started obviously buying a lot of gay food. Oh my god! And this is well, this is it's, Are it's you not false. Keep that? It was a lot of yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of sherbet. Um, yeah, it's basically and, that's all uh, he eats. It's, a, it's all he eats. <laughs> Is vegan sherbet, but uh, yeah, that tokenization thing is is just killer. It's absolutely mm-hmm. killer, and it and it's um, having to represent a whole community is the most ridiculous thing ever. What 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 do the gays think about this? I legit don't know what I think about yeah. that. And by the way, whatever I think, I can guarantee is going to change after another drink. Yeah. So like, it's, which by the way, you're all welcome yeah. to as many as you'd like. Can yeah. that whole bottle's yours? Yeah, that's not happening. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's it's uh yeah, tokenization is tokenization a is, is a real thing. Real real thing, yeah. Yeah, and then you you're having that that real like do I have to be your do I have to be your encyclopedia today? Yeah. Like I mean just can I ask what does it mean I want to drill down deeper with Opal. What does oh, it yeah. mean to not just uh be around other people who share Asian Asian American identities uh but also be around women? Oh, it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's also very empowering. I feel like Oftentimes, um, with Asian American families, you know, you're 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 expected, or at least from my experience, my experience, it's like, just do your job, go home, and like do the bare minimum. Not the bare minimum. God, no, my mom would be like, you do not do the bare minimum. There's nothing that you conveyed earlier that that (laughs) we heard as your mom requiring. There is no casual day. No, actually, no. She's great. She's supportive. I love you, mom. If you're listening, you're the best. No, I think. Being around, like being around Tessa, being around strong women has made it, it's it's empowering, you yeah. know? Like you get to feel like just because you went through this thing in your life, it doesn't define you. And all these people went through a collective trauma and individual trauma and they're like in a place now in their life that they're, they've owned it and they're doing something really great outside of, of their life, of that trauma and like just really building a community and a space for everybody else to also feel the same. And I think that's the biggest learning I, I got from Opal. It's like, 
you come as you are. Like, you don't try to be anybody else. Like, you leave, not you don't leave your identity. Your identity is you and it's okay. You know, like, you're you and you're fine. Like, it's, and that's what you bring to the table. That's it. That's transformative. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, a lot of it is just, like, going back to Cleveland as, as a community. It's just a lot of community building, a lot of just these relationships that are, like, intersecting. And, and I think that's what I really love yeah. about that's what makes everything worth it, you yeah, know? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. I, I, I Can I, I have to yeah. ask, what yeah. was it like the working with your mom? Because that's got to be a fun <laughs> dynamic to uh, negotiate. I don't know if there's negotiation that happens whenever that's... That's, that's what I was hoping for. No. no, I mean, it's great. My mom is... Uh, she's, she's, she's a strong woman, and I feel like I don't tell her that enough. Like, she literally worked her butt off to get all of us here. There's yeah. my siblings, their children, um, like a total of eight, nine people, like lawyer fees, working yeah. for jobs, you know, saving up for plane tickets. Like it was a big feat, you know, and she took it on. And granted, we also did fundraisers though. That's, that's another thing. Like when we learned in 2016 that our green, that my family's green cards were approved and it, it, it took 18 years for them. Wow. Um, cause they're older than me cause I'm the youngest and it was easier for me because, um, when my visa got approved, I was, uh, um, only 14, I was an, under the age of 18. So that means you're still dependent. Um, and it took eight years for me quick. Right. Um, so, uh, when I got here, I, you know, waiting for their paperwork and it just never came through until three years ago, four years ago. Wow. And so when we learned that they got approved 2016, it was like, let's, let's get everybody here, you know, but it was just to start the processes. It was going to cost us like six to $7,000. And my mom like works three jobs. I'm a designer. I don't make a lot of money. So I, I was really trying really hard to figure out a way to save up. And that's when I was just starting Jenica Eats Meat. And having friends over was like such a highlight of my weekend you know I would cook for them and they were like what if we just did a Kamayan dinner and Kamayan is a feast a boodle fight um in the Philippines it started in the military where it's just literally like a bro brotherhood where they just like get banana leaves and pile it on a table put all the food like grilled fish meat whatever rice tomatoes you know and they eat with their hands so it's a form it's to form bonds and to like be one with the community okay and so let's do it. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> Sounds like the coolest family style version like ever. It's a family just... yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah. So I my friends were like, let's do it. So I, I, I started it with friends and friends showed up, of course, and donated. I started to go fund me and I raised four thousand uh, dollars. Wow. Um, and people still kept donating. And a lot of people heard from friends and they're like, you should totally do it. And Plum, Brett. Um, oh, yeah, 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 Brett, yeah. at the time at Plum, um, they, they were like, well, Sundays were close. Just like use the space. have the kitchen, use the space. And they donated the space. Um, and This city's so cool. <laughs> yeah, and I I sat 45 people, strangers. And it was such a like, like full circle moment where like literally people that I would, you know, see and like, oh, you look like you went to my high school, but now you're eating my food. You know, it was just kind of that like, like, oh, people are enjoying this, whereas before they were making fun of me, you know? And so I, another story actually from that experience, there was this old grandma who came up and um, with her families, uh, with her family, and um, 
she sat down and she was like, hi. And I grabbed her hand and I, in the Philippines, to show respect to an elder, you grab their hand and you put it on your forehead. And it's just a sign of respect, like, hello, like, hello, po, you know, like, yeah. and then you, you, you do that. And she was like, oh, my goodness, nobody's ever done that in so long. And then her children asked. Oh, okay. And I taught them. And she was like, you know, it was just this old grandma. And I didn't know her, but my mom was just, like, talking to her. And they shared a Filipino meal. It's their first time. They live in, like... I don't know, Plainsville or something. Chardon. Okay. Yeah. The only place we know of. <laughs> Probably Chardon, actually. I think they're from Chardon. <laughs> I mean, all roads um, lead back. That was like a little throwback for yeah. her that she hadn't seen. And, but yeah. she was there, and um, a couple years later, this daughter messaged me on Facebook and was like, hey, I just want to let you know my mom passed, um, but thank you. Like, she was like, thank you for this meal. Like my, That was like the last... Um, like big moment that they shared. I want you to do the hand though thing to my forehead when you see me from here on out. <laughs> okay. I, I am your elder. You. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I am your. You make elder. age jokes at me. You're totally my elder. I, no, I was just getting you back up to where you actually were. So that's all I was trying to do. What? Do you, what? Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was. Um, have you seen a more like a like a growing kind of openness and willingness to try like to try filipino food oh absolutely yeah like it's it's like the cuisine right now yeah um there is a michelin star first michelin star filipino place in chicago it's called kasama um which translates to um like a like a person with like a together together so it's it's a nice name but anyways they open they are they're in chicago there's also a place in new york it's probably one of the first um first Filipino places that opened in the States. It's called Jeepney. And Jeepney is like actually a public transportation in the Philippines that's like people use to get to point A to point B. Um, it's called Jeepney and then she has another place called Maharlika. There's a lot of places. Like in LA, there's Lhasa and oh, that's, there's a place in yeah. DC. I forgot the name, but um, there's also, I don't know, it's everywhere now. And I think it's great to see, and there's yeah. also like chefs and like food doctor um, Bon Appetit who's Filipino. You know, like there's a, there's a lot of representation now, which is, you know, like it's nice to know that my nieces have somebody to see yeah. on yeah. like TV where I did it. You know, when I was fourteen, because they're ages now. Like my nieces are here, who are here. Um, they're thirteen, fourteen, or no, sixteen, twenty, and twenty-one. So they're like all in that like you know, transformative age. And it's just nice that, like, they have people that they see that look like uh, them. Yeah. Kind of didn't have big. what you had when you got here, too. Yeah, like they're going to see yeah. they're gonna see more more of their representation that yeah. you maybe didn't necessarily see mm-hmm. when you were younger. It makes That's me feel awesome. better. Yeah. Yeah. And you're kind of in this uh, almost like a, like you're seeing, it's you're seeing both. You're seeing, yeah. you know, when there wasn't any, you're seeing the growth and, you know, now seeing them kind of go through what you went through but now they have you know somewhere to go or somewhere to see or something to relate to it's it's honestly like a surreal experience like i feel like it's so i mean 18 years is a long time to be apart from your family and i think oh yeah i mean we were granted we were constantly facetiming and you know chatting and or whatnot but it's just being with them physically I feel like I'm still learning. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting to know them. Like I would get to know, like I'm getting to know you guys. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a lot of that still happening, but they're family, you know, and it's, it's, it's nice that 
after everything we've been through, we're we're all together now. It's just unfortunate that it took that long. <laughs> Another thing that people can't really understand, yeah. they'll they'll obviously empathize to it. Like that's great, you finally. But it's There's kind so of an much odd, that's lost. It's kind of There's an odd so feeling. Much that's like yeah, it's kind of an mm-hmm. odd feeling where you're, you're you have like that you're you're still trying to not get to know, but just you know wanting to learn more about yeah. your family because there was such a separation that most people don't really go through. Like the ages for my so my oldest brother. He's 41 now, I think. He's in the Navy. He joined the Navy because, you know, for 18 years, of course, he, like, met his wife. Well, they they got married here when they moved here because if you file and you're single for a green card, you can't get married because then you have to file for another paperwork as a married person. So, anyways, they've known each other for, like, 20 years. They have three kids, now four, but um, they didn't get married until they moved here. And now he's in the Navy and... You know, they're building their life. But anyways, my brother's 41, and then my other brother's, like, 38. My sister's 37. And then the ages for my nieces are just, like, so – it's, it's like, the spectrum is so diverse. And, like, get like getting close to them in ways that I feel like I'm constantly trying to, like, shapeshift. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, I'm kind of, like, the connector, right? This culture that they moved right. into, you know, like, I'm having to kind of – not really translate. I mean, they speak English, but it's just the cultural, the cultural dynamic, the difference, the the how people are, and like saying "cool" is a term that people say here. You know, I had to explain. Oh, you know, like little things like that. Th- those are things that, mm-hmm. and, and I know other other cultures and languages have things like that. But there is a we have such a heavy slang. Yeah. Like English has Pop, by far, soda. like by far, <laughs> English has by far the most slang, and I think probably American English has the most slang. Yeah, I mean, we'll just create words and be mm-hmm. like, "By the way, cat means lie." It's so dumb, <laughs> but, but yeah, that that's a yeah, that would be very confusing. You know, now you know my nieces are Gen Gen Zers, so sure. they're like, I I can't understand them anymore. <laughs> they literally <laughs> just come into the room and they start doing dances, and I'm like, I. Yeah, wow, that's that's another. That would be very hard to because as as you're trying to not necessarily even learn learn the language or the culture, but then all of a sudden every like six months, some somebody just creates a new word and a new meaning. Yeah, there's so many, so and many. each generation has has different slang terms mm-hmm. that kind of get passed down and then change. Yeah, there's so many. Like like American English has a ton of slang. Yeah, and just phrases. Like a lot of it just doesn't translate to other to other languages or like big words. You know, like my my one niece in in college she's like what does this word mean and it's literally like i don't even know name a big word (laughs) oh you're on the wrong podcast for that i have a phd i can do big words and you came up with onomatopoeia that was a big word (laughs) of all the big words it's like listen weird time to flex on your phd (laughs) spell that yeah Yeah, seriously 10 years ago yeah you were 25 um 27 You have um you have an Iron Chef shout out on on one of your accounts. Is that like is that a dream of yours? Maybe let's let's okay. Now we're going on the record. Maybe let's lower it down to chopped because I don't know if chopped? I can compete with Iron Chefs. But wait, wait didn't to, wait, what didn't was Brett on Chopped? He was he? No, no. It was the guy who owned um, Graffiti. I don't know. Was on Chopped, and he used to work for. Oh, Penny was on. Um... Oh, she did the. Uh... I forgot. I will help. She did that butcher show. Yeah. Because I went to Terrestrial to watch it. I was it. there. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. we actually went to. Was it a butcher show? We went to Saucy San to interview both of them, and we actually did the interview 
at their butcher shop. Oh, cool. Which was awesome because we were just eating jerky and like slamming That's whiskey so for like two and a half hours. And then Penny came back on before she went to, to Phoenix. But yeah, mm-hmm. she was on that show. I cannot I remember what name. it was called. Something like American Butcher or something like that. Oh, okay. But they basically, it was, a, it was a contest where they had to, like, I think it was a bison or a buffalo that they actually had to chop up. And you had to use like, an actual tomahawk. Yeah. Which is very well, difficult. Well, they pick a, I think there was a challenge. Like, you get to pick. Or oh, that was it. Yeah. The tool. And she got, a, so she got cool. that. So she was like, uh, hey, and I think she was affiliated with Terrestrial at the time. And they actually mm-hmm. just had a showing at Terrestrial. So. We all went down there. It was really cool. It was was a legit show. Is there food at Terrestrial now? They do brunch. They do brunch sometimes. They feature a chef. I don't know. Since Penny left, I don't know who who's. I think they still do pop ups. So eventually, the other side of that, which used to be, I think, Chop Pizza. I think they're taking that and they're going to. It's eventually. Yeah, they're they're, they're turning that. That place is going to be pretty sweet. Yeah, it's they, a beautiful. Sp- I went to Cha yeah. a few times. Dumb I love Cha a lot. Food, I've never yeah. been to Cha. I Cha. It just kind of it closed, and they said that they were going to relocate, they and did. then it never did. City. I think no, it just they did. now they is coming did. back up recently, no, right? They, no, they relocated to Ohio city, city in like it was a random intersection. Yeah. Like if you didn't stumble upon it, there was no way you were getting. No. There's there's this part of Ohio City that ceases to be a grid. Where it's like totally <laughs> gridded out, and then there's like a Bermuda Pockets. Triangle of streets in Ohio City Bermuda that are triangle. right, like it's over by Masons, and the streets get weird, yeah. and I don't understand. Like by the church, how, yeah. How did I yeah. just get to Madison? Like I was on Lorraine. Like it's confusing, and then uh, and then Cha was just somewhere in there. Uh, I feel so like it somebody's was there. Somebody's gonna and, comment like Ohio City is not confusing. I, <laughs> whatever. It's not a grid. Uh, but, so now it's opening for the third time, and I don't remember where they said for a third time. But I remember the first time I went there, I was like, eh. and then the second time I went there, I'm like, oh shit, this is really, oh, really good. That was one of the first places that we went to, like a like that we went to when we moved here from Akron, and we loved it. I, yeah. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, I've never been so. Well, hopefully, when it if it's a, if it's what it used to be for pizza. It's really weird because now so many pizza places now. I'm down to like I'm down to three. Oh I won't I only go to three because there's too many now. I just go to the ones that I, I like. Orion, Harlow's, and Have you been a sense. It's just went. It's great. So good. Oh man! So funny. It... I went to high school at, at Normandy, the home of the Inventors. Go Inventors. Vincent, who owns it. Really? So, yeah, yeah. They okay. So it was our nice first guy. time there, and this this happened. So we got a pizza. I got a couple of drinks. Um, and they put the pizza on these like little blocks, to just kind of prop it up. Mm-hmm. And as I was pulling a piece off, the last three pieces, the whole thing just toppled <gasps> over, and they just brought me a brand new pizza, no oh, charge. Cool. And I was like, "You guys are the best." Yeah. On top of the food being top, no- it's vibey so in there. so good. It's vibey in there. Yeah. No, I, I, went on op- I went on opening night. Yeah. And it was pretty. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's I, so I have like a list of places that I think are better if you eat meat. And I do think that might be one of them. Like, I there are a couple places that I hear rave, with me. like people rave about. What's that? <laughs> Everything's better with me. Uh, that's what gloves are that's, off. Here that's we go. my gay motto. But uh, <laughs> that's uh, too. Is it too early? Is, too is there soon? a time? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was your response. Is there ever is there a time for that? No, but like, there's a there's a couple places where I hear like, oh my god, I love that place, and um, and and if you don't eat meat, it's it's not. It's not wonderful, but Il Rioni, I mean, is is so a good. is a given. But that's a New Jersey thing. Is it really? Oh yeah. Oh, they're from New Jersey. They are. That is New See, Jersey the, pizza. Uh, that I is didn't like. Know that. Oh my god. Oh. What? They're from New Jersey, Brian and Brian. And I remember when they were like building it. It was taking a while to to open it. And I was walking by, and 
And I heard, because I was walking down to the beach, and I heard myself say, kind of bitchy, didn't mean it. Like, when are you opening? And Brian was like, what the fuck is your problem? I said, I'm from New Jersey. He goes, get the fuck in here. Oh, and like, and he gave me a tour. And and no, that is that is what New Jersey pizza is like. It's thin. It's a little bit oily on the crust. Like, they, that is, oh, I know I just I said it 14 times. It is Jersey pizza. It I didn't my, know that. My like, I, I didn't know that. I, oh, yeah. I remember the, the first time we went, I... But I won't go. I'll pretty much just go to those three places now. I don't really care about anywhere else. If I'm at Pete's, it's got to be Il de El Rion. Mm-hmm. I really like Harlow's, but honestly, I think Sense has now moved in front of Harlow's. I got to go back, obviously, because I got to do some quality control. But uh, it was so good. It's so good. Everything about it. Well, Everyone I love that so they nice. have antipastos. And yeah. Like, yeah. they had the duck prosciutto. They had like Isn't there, like sardines and... in a can or something like that? They have, mm-hmm. like, they have a yeah. couple different things. I will say also... Before a burlesque show, it is quite tradition to get citizen pie. Um, yeah. In, in the citizen pie that's in Waterloo. I don't even know if the citizen pie in Ohio City is still open. I don't know. Yeah. But everybody's talking about the one downtown because they have a Roman pizza. And everybody loves it on Twitter. <laughs> what, what the name? It's from where? It's it's from Citizens. Oh, I didn't even know they had but a citizen pie downtown. I guess they only do it the one the one downtown. Who knew? Yeah. Oh, have, you, have you not been there, Citizen Pie? No, I haven't. Oh, it's really good. I'll check it. Yeah. But now really I'm just good. I'm getting too like, so I'm getting too options. snobby about pizza now. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to go and have a bad pizza experience when I know I could have gone to one of the other places I just yeah. mentioned. Or like Edison's, yeah. like in Tremont. Edison's. Like that's oh. another one. That's a late night, like Yeah. You know. You don't want to have that pizza at six. No. You no. want to have like have eight, it at yeah. Like, no, nine. Eight, nine yeah. beers mm-hmm. in and then you wanna Oh, I thought we were on the same page. Okay. That That's something funny. whenever we're whenever me and my wife and our friends are in Tremont, it's a plan. We're it's like let's have a bunch of drinks. Yeah. And then let's just go get Edison's. Who are we kidding? We don't do want to sit down. Do you do the honey? Sometimes. Okay, I don't. It's not my favorite, but I do. I would like gross. to mix it up. You would get laughed out of New Jersey if you did that. That's I think gross. if anyone did that in New Jersey. Sorry, that, that's a hot take. Yeah. I don't think anybody would laugh me out of New Jersey. I'd be welcome with open arms. Mm. That's a lie. <laughs> or yeah. you're just mistaken. I think that you're. I think you, it's a lie. I'm I think not that you think. I think that you think you're telling the truth. But okay, wait. So chopped. Yeah, yeah. What do you have like a culinary style? I'm obsessed no. with culinary. I'm a I top like chef fanatic. I, ever since I've honed in, I don't even know if that's what you call it. But I, I like have an apron now. Like I got a knife. Like you know. Like it's. I just. I, I fell in love with the kitchen because I feel like it's. It I. What I'm home. Like it's funny that I have this tattoo, but it's like it's my grandpa's handwriting and it says home, and oh, cool. he wrote it in a card and I just wanted. It's a reminder because you know, like everything that I do, I want it to feel like I'm at home. Yeah. So I feel like the kitchen. I look forward to just coming home and like putting on my apron and like starting to cook because I get lost in it, you know. So I don't know if I have a style. I think it's just like depending on literally what i want to eat that day that's the style <laughs> that might be your style though yeah it's just, just you know is mood <laughs> mood yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i don't know i i that's, i've never heard that you're a mood chef yeah mood, a moody <laughs> chef yeah. you took it to a different place we were just saying mood some chef. of those days would be interesting like what are you making <laughs> fuck off yeah <laughs> go away actually just change because you piss me off yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's a good cooking show concept. hell yeah yeah but I don't know. I just I love cooking for my friends. I just think that's just I don't try to be anything when I'm in the kitchen. Well, you know what I've noticed like the whole time is we're talking about the design stuff, yeah. uh, the artist stuff, the the cooking stuff. You've never said the word work. 
It doesn't feel like work. That's yes, why. That's what yeah. it's supposed and, to be. You've, you've never you've never mentioned work. You've never mentioned hours. You've never mentioned anything that most people have to deal with. And it, yeah. it's a it's a concept that everybody loves to talk about, but very few actually go for. Which is if you know that mantra of if you do something you love, you're not really working. Yeah. You know? And but so many people are kind of afraid to do that. And you went out and did it twice. I mean, I, even my work now, I'm going to say work because it is actually my nine to five. I'm kind of ruined Mitchell's, my speech, but okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, but going back to what you're saying. Quickly, like too. Uh, quickly ruined it. She's like, <laughs> dead wrong. I go to work every day. Well, you yeah. did lie to me that like I wasn't difficult, but you actually said I was difficult. So, you know. That was for your own good. <laughs> we like, should Dad. keep a lie counter because you'd be, you're oh, near I, in double digits. Yeah, I'm in the yeah. lead. Yeah. I have a comfortable lead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but We're Mitchell's ice board. cream. I work at Mitchell's yes. ice cream now. So. Again, it doesn't feel like work. Like it, it, it's funny because I've I used to work at Market Garden for four years, and so it's in the neighborhood. And I would always run into Mike and Pete, and I've had friends who's work there. And and it's just again a full circle when I was at Global Cleveland for a year during the pandemic with Joe Simperman, and he's really good friends with Amanda Dempsey who works for the Brothers, and they were looking for a graphic designer, and she reached out to Joe without Joe thinking that I was going to want to get that job. So it was, but he was supportive. You know, he's like, if you really want that, go ahead. And it was just a full circle moment again, going back to Ohio City and, and working for food. Because every time I feel like I'm working with food, it doesn't feel like work. Is mm. I, That was my next question yeah. because it's, That's you're doing big. design, but it's yeah. design with food. Is it kind yeah. of better than? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's ice cream. I yeah. literally eat ice cream every day now. <laughs> I, you, and I, I do, I, and it, it, it is worth mentioning. I should mention you are the, you're the only person who ever brought ice cream. Like when you reached out and you were, and, and you're like, hey, I work at Mitchell's. Do you want me to bring you ice cream? I was frantically pulling up that website to make sure, <laughs> and I was like, tell me they have pralines and cream. Tell me they have, yeah. and that because that's my jam. It's good. And uh, yeah, so you did bring that, and you're the only per, you're the only person that's ever, yeah, you are. You're the only person that ever brought never food. brought you anything. I mean, charisma. <laughs> Every I'm single kidding. time. Wait. People brought drinks. Like, a lot of people brought drinks before. Um, I'm, like, thinking back. Nope, I brought nothing. No. <laughs> Zero. I brought a last-minute availability. There you so go. And time. And honestly, Energy. that's priceless. Yeah. That's priceless. Can I, what, are, what are pralines? The, mm. It's a liquor, right? Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I really thought it was a nut. Well, there is there's, nuts there's, in there's there. There's nuts in it. There's oh, okay. nuts in yeah. it. Yeah. There's chunks of nuts in it. But okay. it's always been my 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 favorite yeah, uh, there was so there good. was a place in Akron uh, that it was a, this uh, this ice cream place right by where we where we could walk to and it was my favorite and it closed on I was always so pissed yeah because I don't mind we don't eat ice cream a lot but yeah. when I do I, I want that and it's not really something you can really get at like the store mm-hmm. you know they just don't really have that but when you go to like an actual ice cream place and also I've never had Mitch I, we've never been to Mitchell's oh, so this would be my first we've been past it so what? many times but every time what are you talking about how do you live in Cleveland who okay. are you I do want to remind you both it is my house <laughs> it doesn't feel like it right now I'll tell you it that really right doesn't it's oh, like I'm being goodness. attacked I'm going to be ostracized but it's just every. Yeah. it was always so busy every time yeah, that yeah. we're, we're by it That's we fair. do have nine shops so you don't have an excuse I've been to I can only two, think of of two. There's Rocky River. That's the one. That's the one that's <laughs> in Ohio to you. City. There's the one two. in like Westlake, also kind of. I didn't know. Where, okay. There's Van Aken. There's Solon. There's oh, there Beachwood. Oh, there is there's, one in Van Aken. Yeah. 
They're everywhere. I wow. Are you not an ice cream eater though? Not a lot. I mean, okay. we don't have it a lot, but yeah. I mean, every time I have it, it's like when I go to Little Italy. I'm like, why the hell do I do this for? We're also in grocery more? stores. Like, there's a giant eagle right there. Okay, I got it. I haven't lived. <laughs> okay, holy shit. <laughs> it's not that you haven't lived. It's just not you haven't lived well. Okay, oh, yeah. There <laughs> it's you a go. difference. But I've lived poorly. Okay, yeah, got you've it. lived. It's the you've lived. That's lacking. Now, although, let me. I'm almost nervous to ask. I feel like you scoff at people who eat like the vegan. I my ex roommate no. okay. the vegan chocolate. He does not shut up about the vegan chocolate of Mitchell's. This is like my Mitchell's hat right now. I'm like talking about. Well, we did release new vegan flavors. You d- was one of them. Uh, Wait, tell me what they Buckeye, were. Vegan Buckeye, and then mm. vegan. Um, it's this or one. Cookies and uh, Shit, it wasn't small. Cookies was and it? it's it's Oreo, Oreo cookie butter. That's what it was. It's so good. Oh, it's, is that in the car? It's not in the okay. car. Okay, it's great to see you. If it was in the car, that'd be unfortunate. <laughs> it would have melted by now. <laughs> it's made with Oreos and um, Oreos are vegan. Coconut milk. Um, Did you know that Oreos really are good. vegan? Oh, the Oreos are totally vegan. Not the Oreos free, you get in, wait, the Oreos you get in the store yeah. are vegan. vegan. Probably because they're all chemicals. <laughs> That's not the point of the story. The, the point, point is that they're That's vegan. Not the point. Wow. No one appreciates your attitude. This is the right part where <laughs> everyone has turned on Joe. Okay. You should grab the pints that true. I sent. That was like 20 minutes ago. Grab the pints from the freezer. They don't deserve it. Okay. Yay. <laughs> yeah. At this point, Carissa's found them. You're going to have to wrestle them from her. And trust me, that's way harder. I can't take her. <laughs> yeah, no, they're vegan. I The vegan chocolate, he he raved about. And before he moved to San Diego last summer, that was the last thing we did together as we walked over to Mitchell's Aww, and, and got the vegan chocolate. Yeah. that's I, I like Mitchell's. I like Mitchell's. It's, I love the Mitchell's, brothers. They're great. They're Mitchell's great or people. Mason's, that's what I, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Helen have you had Mason's? I feel like oh, I Helen and Jesse. You should have them on the show. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I am obsessed with him in an uncomfortable oh. way. <laughs> oh, well, like, thank you for making the rest of us uncomfortable. Yeah, I just, I just, he's very he's the pretty. Best. They're the best. Yeah, I'm, no, she's he's lovely. Very pretty? But he's very pretty. <laughs> now Would I you look disagree with that? Hi, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to look up this pretty man. He's like hair goals, too. Like, he's just, he's an attractive man, and she's lovely. Yeah. Um, you, you, have you not been to Mason's? No. So I have to say that's a, like that was genius. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I tell the story that is in any way rooted in truth, but uh, from what I understood, you know, the, the the ice cream piece wasn't so lucrative during the winter, and so at one point oh, they yeah. pivoted during the winter. Do you know where it is? Forty fourth and Bridge. And it's like yes, a, I do. It, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. And and so they pivoted during the winter to serving ramen. I have it's to great. tell you. The ramen's fucking amazing. It's so good. Like, and Zinji's oh, wait, right no, around the my corner, and Zinji's did, good. My yeah. fr- I, okay, my because of the ramen, my friend just from Akron came up here last Friday to go specifically there. Because they're Cause, done for the season. Right. Yes. Yeah. But it's it's and not just like filler. It's not like, oh, we could make money selling ramen. It's and good. I hope that it's good. And mm-hmm. I like Zinji, which is around the corner, and uh, you know, it's okay. But but Mason's ramen, uh, their vegetarian mushroom ramen is and that soy egg. So I don't know how you do that, but it is There's this one time, so I used to live actually over there, and I worked at Mason's for a little bit, just for the summer, just to help out. But when they were doing ramen, they had left, because they, they, at the time, they had them in like those quarts, yeah. the, the quart containers. And they were just in the fridge, and I and I was like, "Can I take this?" And I just took home that full quart, and I had oh soy eggs God. for days with my rice. It was the so soy good. Soy eggs. Wait, so, so we're good. talking about veg and vegan. Have you been to Cloak and Dagger yet? Oh yeah, I did. So I went. Oh God, that was not a good date. But uh, <laughs> went with this guy, 
And we were able to get seats at the bar, but only temporarily. She's like, you have to leave these seats at the bar by eight. Like, I've never heard of such a thing where I didn't know that you could reserve seats at a bar through that place is like open table busy. and stuff. Yeah. Busy. yeah. So they we were able so to get in. But it's she so was the oh, owner. Yeah. Our bartender was the Casey. owner. She was amazing. Tats I felt, Casey. Oh yeah. my God. I loved her. Yeah. She absolutely came on. loved her. She was great. Um, we didn't have the food, and we should have. Uh, we were not. We had already eaten because uh, we ate at Toast, which I is growing on me. Uh, I, I like Toast. I like toast. toast. Yeah. When I first moved to Cleveland, they had an apple. That was their vegetarian thing. They had like a baked apple. It was the only vegetarian thing. I swear by that. That that's all they had. And now they have just like I, the best good. buffalo cauliflower in, Cle- in Cleveland. But I have not had the vegan food at Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, so um, when Casey came on, like we, she was talking about, like her chef who makes because they have a. a deviled eggs which oh. if you're vegan that's it's impossible mm-hmm. uh but todd, todd is a chef yeah todd mm-hmm. yeah she said for his interview he actually just brought in eggs yeah. he's like this is kind of like a better resume for me i can actually make eggs and i was blown away i was like that's incredible mm-hmm. so they have deviled eggs on the menu right now so we went about three weeks ago and i'm like i have to have the deviled eggs was it like eggs it's so the, the thing that was rec- – the texture for sure. Yeah. Like it doesn't taste obviously just like deviled eggs. Yeah. They were good and I liked them. Yeah. I've always liked their food. We've been there a few I've times. I've had his pho. The pho was good. Oh, it's – Yeah. I, Wait, is it, it all vegan there? It's all vegan. All it vegan. Is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everything. But I mean it's – the food is just – it's top notch. It's, it's the texture that yes. is always lacking for me whenever I do vegan – whenever I try vegan food. And yeah. he does a really good job in mimicking yes. the texture. And the thing with the deviled mm-hmm. eggs is that the texture of a regular deviled egg and what they had mm-hmm. – you wouldn't know the difference. They taste a little bit different for sure, yeah. but it's impressive. Like my yeah. wife and I are both eating like, how does he do this? I can't believe it's This vegan. just seems like a, like, a, like an experiment that took months to make this yeah. one egg. But the, I very much recommend the food is very, very good. And the drinks are the best. The, drink, the drinks yeah. were amazing. The drinks and, were And great. she, I was incapable of ordering off the menu because I didn't understand what half the ingredients were. And so she just asked me, she's like, what do you like? Yeah. Um, and my answer, as it is in dating, I'm like fruity. And so she made me this amazing fruity drink, and it was amazing. They uh, they also have great – their servers and bartenders are also great because they're pushy in a good way. They're fun. Where they'll just be like, nah, you don't want that. You know what you want? Like I'll just sit down and be like – Sebastian is one of the bartenders there, and I've learned his name yeah. because he always is my bartender, and he's hilarious. And oh, like you've a been really there a fun... bunch. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, oh, okay. yeah, Yeah, great. I remember my wife ordered something, and he's like, you don't want that. And she's like, well, I, I, that's smart. I do, that's, you that's son of a nice. bitch, because I just ordered it. Oh, yeah. So she was taking it back, and she's like, well, what do you recommend? And he brought her something. She's like, this is way better than what I would have thought of. Yeah. And you uh-huh. just put it, just say, I kind of like these. What do you got? And they'll be like, I know what you got. And then I remember for food last time, we ordered a bunch of different things, like we're the mac and cheese and the deviled eggs, yeah. a couple other things. And he's like, no, you have to try this. And I'm like, what do you mean? I like that. I was like, you can get that if you want or replace it, but this is the best thing on the menu. You have to try it. And he was 100% right. It was the best thing we had. Wow. But that's just that they really interact, and it's, it's a real fun experience. I but am yes, so hungry it, now. It, yeah, starving. <laughs> but it, it is so – one of these times we should just do a pocket and then go to Cloak you, and Dagger. I thought I, we can were – Can I come yes. to that one? Okay. Yes. I thought I'll we were going to do a chopped thing here tonight. I wanted oh like – I wanted so, Iron Chef compete funny. against you. My favorite thing to do um, when – it's like I need to get paid and I'm really broke. I open my fridge, grab four or five ingredients. Whatever is in there, I make a meal out of it. And that's like my favorite because you get creative and you're limited. But then you're also just like more creative in a way that you 
you never you know it's like designing you, you know like do. this this is what i have what can i do yeah and like that's my can favorite we do meals. a cooking competition episode yeah, of course we can <laughs> actually you know what carissa might want to get in on that and we'll Carson. get Jill, my, my wife. Oh, so yeah, yeah. my wife, she's also a vegetarian, has mm-hmm. been for a decade or 20, 30 years. I don't know, a long time. Yeah. Uh, it's ruined my life. But so since she was three. <laughs> she would love that you said that. I will tell her. Cool. <laughs> but she also does that. Like she'll just, she's a very good cook. She yeah. really is. Like she, but we buy a lot of the food at the beginning of the week. She does a lot of meal prep, but then. You know, she does a lot with, you know, just kind of like salads. Like she made a pasta salad last night, like a, uh, and they're all kind of vegan. Like she's really good at these things. Kind of vegan? Well, sometimes they will be, sometimes they won't be. So she's not like a full vegan, but sometimes she'll just make a vegan meal. And she is kind of like one of those bartenders, a cloak and dagger. She just kind of gauges my reaction. She's like, okay, you like that. You don't really care. Cool. Go. She's really, really good yeah. at that. I'm, I'm very well. I started doing so. This. I have a friend now because we just started hanging out. But her name's Kelly Finnegan. I don't know if you know her. Oh, she does lesbian landscaping. Please say that she's it's a, a landscaper. Lesbi- I feel like and I know what her name is. Okay, good. Yeah, why would you be lesbian? Listen, <laughs> I don't know if it was her last name. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's literally lesbian landscaping. Okay, I was but like, I'm, this, I'm helping this her with a rebrand right now. Yeah. That's why I was worried. I'm happy she's actually a lesbian. Yes. That's quite a, I mean, that's but super ballsy if she did that. If you need any landscaping needs, you know, she's your gal. But um, she's very <laughs> vegan. Although she's fake vegan because she does eat, she eats eggs. That's what I can't give up. I wouldn't be able to either. No, I'm a, I'm a vegan except for eggs. Okay. Is that a thing? Okay. No, but that's like. But that, you, yeah. you're not a vegan if you eat eggs, right? No, not at all. But she doesn't eat cheese or meat, so. But still the eggs. Are, but the that eggs. would be... But anyways. Us, yeah. What was I trying to say? I don't uh, know. Lesby. Oh, she's vegan. So I cooking now. I'm like, you know, I have to cook for her. And it's honestly really not that hard if you just think about it in a flavor perspective. Because like mm. a lot of Asian cooking, you just take out the meat. And mushrooms, mushrooms like meaty. is the they best meaty. meat alternative. Uh, we're going to do... Okay, so we it'll be you. Okay. It's going to be me. Okay. Carissa. Hi. No, you're hosting. Okay. I feel like I should <laughs> have already role. been named, but yeah. okay. <laughs> it was a given, as in we need a space. Um, and uh, and Jill. And we'll do. Oh, I uh, can't compete with yes, Jill. Yes, we can take her down. Oh, my God. What we will do, you and I versus Carissa and Jill, and I think we could take them down. Oh, man. Carissa's going to be so pumped that she's on Jill's team because oh, Jill is exceptional. So good. I can't. No, she should be a judge. Jill could be a judge. Okay, yeah. I can see that. I went to get I went to, I went to Salt. People. I got a. I went to Salt when it first opened. Yeah. And I went with some power lesbians, oh. and I thank God that I was with these power lesbians because that bill was insanity. Oh. Like the bill was because those lesbians ordered everything on the menu, and I barely ate because it, it is Top, like small plates, small yeah. plates. Mm-hmm. But but they mostly were ordering the meat small plates, and so I wasn't eating very much. Oh, I see. And that bill was like. Over five hundred dollars, and I'm like, oh! And then the power lesbians like, yeah, we got this. I'm like, nice. oh, are you sh- sure? But it, I, was like, <laughs> oh, I got the next one. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get your napkin at Panera. <laughs> <laughs> but it was amazing. And yeah. then we did a piece on um, a few years ago. I did a piece, the gayest day you could spend in Cleveland. 
Uh, and so I, from start to finish, from when I woke up to the end of the day, tried to have the gayest day in Cleveland. Oh, send me that link. Uh, it's fun. It's, yeah. It was a fun one. And so at one point I ended up, I have a cute picture of Jill and I uh, at Salt. Uh, and she served me up this unbelievable drink and some unbelievable appetizer, and so I had good. the gayest day. That I and that I had a similar experience like the first time I went there because it was small plates and just kept ordering and ordering. I wasn't even looking at the price, and it's all so good. And you just keep so trying good. different yeah. stuff, and then just kept having drinks. And it was a Friday, we were having and then you just stop caring, yeah, because you're like, it's, then you start it's rationalizing so that you're about yeah. to spend 180 dollars on dinner. You're like, ah, it's Friday. Who cares? We mm. both just got paid. And the next day we're like, why did we do that? Yeah. We have to have toast. That's how I feel about Ginkgo. Every time I go to Ginkgo. I haven't been able to get in yet. We've tried a couple times. Really? Where is yeah. that? In Tremont. It's below Dante. It's, it was That's my... Valentine's Day 2014. Is it a date? It, it, I went there on a date, Valentine's Day 2014. It was one of the best meals I've so had in my good. life. So good. Best sushi in Cleveland. I'll... I think it's, it was the best sushi. It's been there that long? I think it's the best sushi I've ever yeah. had. Oh, yeah. Valentine's Day 2014. Because that was, so I remember good. when I dated that guy for those couple weeks. What's he up to? <laughs> Should we invite him on the show? <laughs> I would love to have uh, like an episode where I just bring in your former boyfriends. <laughs> right? This is not big enough. Not all of them. <laughs> bring Maybe in, we like, could run out the convention center. husband. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that boy. guy. That guy is something. Be like a Doctor Phil episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, where did it go wrong? Say? Yeah, it's like a Rorschach test. Like, what does this guy say about you? It was a dark place. It was a dark time <laughs> for me. It wasn't great. What's no, the first word that comes to so mind when I show you this picture? No, that guy. I had agreed to let move in with me. Oh. This is how this is going to get full circle. You ready? Oh, okay. I let that guy move in with me, and so he said he had to just go to um, Seattle and clean up a couple things that he left behind. So got the house ready. That's met a murderer. Him at, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> met him um, at the airport, and I brought a rose with a key with a ribbon Aww, on it. Oh, so romantic! And he brought me airplane peanuts and the revelation that he had gotten back with his ex, and they got engaged when he was in Seattle for those couple days. That's what he needed to clean up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love you thought the peanuts was going to soften the flow of this. <laughs> they were open. Um, and, uh, but I had made a new friend three days before, and she said, I'll just move in with you. And that was Becca Ritterspa. Oh. And that's how this all goes full circle. I had gone to um, Keep Talking, which was the storytelling show that was at the Happy Dog. And it was hosted oh, yeah. by Becca's brother, brother Adam. Adam, yeah. Uh, and so I performed there. And he said, do you know anyone in Cleveland? I'm like, no. He said, I'll invite you out one day. And we went to the West Side Market. He introduced me to his sister. And she moved in a week later. Oh, my And gosh. so she became my best friend here. And she's the one that won Cupcake Wars. Oh. This is how it wow. goes all around. And so she was catering out of the kitchen, legally, let's say. Uh, and it was hilarious. She would make, because she was making desserts, and so she would make huge saran wrap bags full of buttercream. Because she would always need that for whatever she did. Yeah. So there was at one oh, point, okay. and she was doing stuff for Market Garden as well. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah. catering the stuff. Desserts, and so yeah. it was just like piled up. It was like the most amazing cocaine picture i have ever had because it's just me in front of all the buttercream but i learned a lot like spending yeah. time around someone who does that it's is, a science it's amazing yeah i don't cook like that i can't bake i love baking. i can't i'm like i don't measure anything i'm like i don't oh. measure anything how do you bake it i would say it works out she says four out of every seven times Okay, there you go. That's a pretty good ratio. Pretty good it's ratio. pretty good. Percentage-wise, that'll get you in Hall of Fame. Uh, well, I get up to six out of seven if I leave out Cayenne. She said that's where I go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Cuba. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so funny that very few people have the Achilles heel of cayenne pepper. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we can make anything into a Mexican brownie. As no, it turns out, you can't. You can't. <laughs> yeah. There, there are some desserts it doesn't go in. Yeah. Can you imagine a macaron with cayenne? That was her nemesis. Macarons were her nemesis. Oh, really? The she most talented it. baker. The most talented baker. But I have never heard that woman cuss as much as when she was making macarons. Wow. That it's was hard. that was her Achilles yeah. heel. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know that. Do, so you know macarons? Yeah. I didn't know, and it would make me feel better if you didn't know this either. Uh, that. It's only the filling that tastes different in each one. Mm -hmm. The, what would you call it? The, the shell. The shell is always the same. And it's food coloring. And it's food coloring. Mm -hmm. And I did not know that. I didn't know that either. That made me feel better. Yeah. It shouldn't. I'm very stupid. I know, but still it's validating. Uh, no, yeah. that's, man, that's yeah. really, I swear to God, this is the best part of this podcast. Is <laughs> I, learn, learn things. I learn something on every episode. <laughs> Where I'm just like, oh, I should have known that. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't know that. So wow. anyway, so yeah, it's yeah. fun. It's fun learning those different tips and yeah, uh, yeah. No, I don't measure for baking. It just kind of works out. Oh, my best friend Nina, she bakes, and she's like a French, uh, Jewish, French, French, Jewish American. Uh, but her parents are really great cook, and um, she does a lot of French pastries. Oh. Her croissants out of this world. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Are you a great British Bake Off watcher? No. Oh my God! And you're not either. I, I'm feeling. No. I didn't even know that was a thing. I started oh my it. God. I started it. I don't know. It, just I. I, but just, I feel the like cooking shows. So I'm just no. Not this into. is different. This is this I, is a lifestyle. It's dangerous when I watch it because I try. I I think I have a good British accent and I don't. <laughs> and I feel like every that's time. What it inspires you to do? That's amazing. I watch. British shows, and I try to speak British, and I can't. I do too. And I feel like I'll what get canceled if I just all the time. Holy shit! All the time. <laughs> like um, it's Jimmy time shite. Okay. Okay. It is. You're right. But I wasn't doing it right there. Okay. okay. I was. Do you know many times whenever I watch Snatch or Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels? Sherlock Holmes. Oh, I Robert Downey Jr. has a pretty good English accent. Yeah. I like Sherlock. Yeah. Oh, so good. I just start. Yeah, it's. Bad. You would like it. I. I. I'm surprised. I think Carissa would. You know what it is. Honestly, it. Gordon Ramsay has ruined any type of cooking this show. This isn't for me. that. It's this is where that. they support but, each but, other. But I associate all. No, 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 no. It's so absurdly stupid, and I can't believe <laughs> that guy is as rich as he is. I like his new cooking show, uh, Next Level Chef. I've never seen a Gordon Ramsay show. Really? No, that's not true. The, what was the junior one? The junior, yeah, Master Chef. I saw Master yeah, Chef. That's definitely seen clips, and the junior. clips are annoying. I, cook, I like the cooking shows. I'm, I'm a, a sucker I, I, for cooking I am shows. a top chef fanatic. Yeah. That Case is my Nation show. with Padma. Have you seen that one? This is another one that yeah. we were, so we were, I was supposed to teach with another professor. We were going to teach a course on food and culture uh, and take students to Guatemala. We were supposed to be there two weeks ago and it all got canceled and whatnot, but that was going to be part of the curriculum. So yeah. Padma, who I, I love Padma. she could change me. Uh, Padma <laughs> uh, has this, what is it? Taste of? Taste of the Nation. Taste of the Nation, mm -hmm. where she explores just different nationalities and culture. I th I thought it was brilliant. It's great. Imagine like Anthony Bourdain's show, but I've never seen an. Anthony I haven't Bourdain either. Really, guys? Honestly, that I know. The, 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 and I, I know. I'm, I am about to get into a cooking show if this counts, but it's the show I think it's on Netflix where they make 
cakes out of things that don't look like cakes oh, yeah. anymore. Yeah. Is it, oh, isn't it called Is It Cake? cake yeah. No. And I was is blown. It cake? It's like they'll have like a ta- oh. like four tacos and they're like, no, that's a cake. How high were you when you were watching this? <laughs> no, it's like one of the top shows on Netflix right now. <laughs> when I saw the preview, I was pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, listen, I and when I watched the first show, I'll be very high. <laughs> but like, like they, they walk up to this thing. It's like it's a hamburger. Yeah. And they cut it up like that's a fucking cake. I You're hate like, that. Is that pot high. or is it cake? Yes. I don't the like answer that. Is yes. I'll have more cake pot. <laughs> no, I don't, no, I don't like that. You're not a Top Chef watcher though. I am. I love, I love Top Chef. Um, what's his name? The bald guy, Calicchio. Tom Calicchio. I love him. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. Okay, tell me. What is your favorite song? I hate questions like that. That's why I wanted to ask you. Because it's like, <laughs> what's your favorite anything? I don't know. I've never been good at those questions. She's okay, a mood so, chef. It changes. Okay. <laughs> and, and the reason I ask you is because because when I when I was reading your uh, the 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 um, article about you in Cleveland.com, oh, uh, you had oh, something yeah. and I, I loved your choice. Strange overtones. It's yes. <laughs> I don't David know what that Burns, is. I was so safe. impressed with oh. that choice. Really? Yes. I panicked. And I literally just listened to it. And I'm like, that's it. Anything David Burns talking heads, that is such an underrated, like people, it's one of those things everyone knows a talking heads or a David yeah. Burns, but they don't know it's him or talking heads. Yeah. And I was so impressed with that pick. Well, I'm a mood listener. Same. Too. <laughs> I listen to every genre. Like, I went through an emo face, a ska face, a punk. Like, I, I listened to it all. But I feel like with David Burns, it's just classic. Like, I can be in any mood and I can listen to it. It, it is one that it, he has songs that you will listen to no matter where you are, what's going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, like, when I'm hitting shuffle, like, I'll listen to a song, like, two minutes in. I'm like, all right, next one. Yeah. But I He's will a listen, storyteller. I will listen to all of his all the way through. I don't really know him that well. L- listen to him. It's, okay. it's mm-hmm. very, very. But when I saw that, I was like, oh, man. I honestly. Like that was the last question that she had, and that I was. panicked. It was the last question in the entire question. I panicked. Had. I'm like, and I didn't. And she was such and I was a like, nice person. What an awesome pick! <laughs> and I didn't want to be like, I don't have a favorite. Like, and I just that's it. <laughs> well, and because of that, because it is, it's such a hard question. Yeah. And a lot of people just default and be like, I don't have one. I like, oh, here's ten that I like. Yeah. But you committed to one, I and I really appreciate that's that. new that's for awesome. me. That means growth. I never. <laughs> Yeah, this and, is thirty. Again, that's awesome, but it's this hard because songs, movies, there's so you say this is many. 30? Yeah, yeah, there's so many of them. It's hard to be to kind of commit to this is my jam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really 30. like that a lot. You do? I'm no. thirty. I don't either. I, you know, I do remember thirty because it's when this I. This is like my best. When's year. your birthday? It's May fifteenth. May fifteenth. Mm-hmm. It's like the worst and the best year all at once. Yeah. Is that? And it was like worst until you got here, and yeah, and then we great. turned it around. Yeah, I feel good about that. You're welcome. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's what you meant. Like here, here. Yeah. No. Here. Oh, so you did. Oh, meeting okay. you guys. Yeah. 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 What, oh, you. Th- oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Twenty twenty two is probably is going, the highlight. It was probably like a real downer year, and then yeah. this happened, and now you're. You like, messaged me oh, on Instagram, and be like, I don't even know this guy, and he's invited me to do his basement. I can't. Like, All right, I'll ask. <laughs> why did you even respond? I, I am. I, I assume you went to the page. Honestly, and saw... I went to the page okay. first, and I saw Brett, and I saw Jacob, and I saw these people that I love, and so I was like, if they. Got out of the basement. I can get see. And I, and I will say because when I honestly, when I was starting out, it was a lot more difficult. I had to give like my messages because they're they're cold call messages. They had to yeah. be very like this is why you should. And honestly, I had to call in some favors with some other people that were more well known oh. to kind of come on first. Ooh, ooh, wow. Okay, well, 
Did you? Wait, did you? No, 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 no. I mean, like, hear her say, "If they got out of the basement, I could too." That's my favorite. (laughs) We still got some time. We'll see. No, I mean, like, when when I first started kind of transitioning to having guests exclusively, I had to have like a guest that could kind of get everyone else to come in. Fortunately, Andre Knott, that works for the Cleveland Indians, I've known since fourth grade. So he came on, and then it kind of happened. Oh, that's what you were going with it. I thought you were like, before you, I had tried to invite other well-known. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, I mean, I had to because you kept canceling. But (laughs) no, but to start having having guests, Mm -hmm. you know, especially guests of people like, they're like, oh, like you said, I know that person. Because that will make people comfortable. Mm -hmm. But I... In the beginning, I had to start having someone on that someone would make them feel comfortable yeah. with. I couldn't just keep having like, hey, this is my friend, Mike. <laughs> no one Who's knows Mike? fucking Mike. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I got lucky there. But then that's that's what's happened now is more people. Because I get a lot of the same responses. Because I didn't even realize I didn't know your name until I met you today. <laughs> I didn't realize it until like I saw you pull up. I was like, I didn't tell her my name. Yeah. I really got to start I didn't know it until you said it to her. So yeah. that worked out really well. No, I didn't know your name for a while. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, you're kidding. You thought my name was Gilless. <laughs> No, that, full name Guiltless Basement. Yeah, podcast is your last name, right? Carissa's Guiltless friend. Basement Podcast. <laughs> That's my full, my full, the first. Carissa's friend. First. <laughs> no, you're the fourth because you're the youngest. Oh, oh true. Oh. And it is and full circle. <laughs> I mean, so, that is going to be the podcast name for sure. Okay, full circle. <laughs> no, something about being the fourth. I can do fourth that. Fourth of four. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'm yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. The we'll tagline, have, though, is we'll just have dinner tomorrow. I, we'll figure out. I love that. I love that. I'll it's like you. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. But yeah, <laughs> what's up? So I guess I know you said like like coming up like this year, next year, you want to kind of find yourself like having more time to do some of the other things. But where do you see? I guess. What, what do you want to do? Like, like, what are your kind of like? I'm not saying like in the next four years. Like, what what does the next like three years look like? What do, ideally everything kind of goes. Your plans. What, what do you want to do? Where do you want to take everything that you've done? Oh man, I don't know. That's a big question. I feel like I just honestly I want to keep collaborating. Want to keep eating. Want to nice. keep cooking. Want to keep meeting new cool folks. Like just, I just want to keep doing stuff that feels good. Yeah. Yeah. It's big. Because I feel like it's always like that's one thing that I feel like as a child, you always have this like big goal in your mind right and it's always so daunting and it's always so like limiting and very like like you get stuck you don't start because you're like this is such a big goal and I feel like I'm learning in my 30s where it's like you don't always have to have a big goal just go on with it I mean of course the big dream is to just get my family settled get them a house you know like have my mom retire or or I have like a career that's like supportive of my lifestyle yeah um i just want to eat good food hang out with my friends have a family eventually at some point you know like just live life love it honestly it might have been the best kind of answer that we could have gotten there yeah. is just yeah. eat food and just I enjoy myself it. i'm kidding no that's no. a good answer that was mean that you ruined that i'm just yeah. <laughs> but like no, you know, but yeah that's the goal because I think a lot of people like they feel kind of like with the song thing. They feel obligated to come yeah. up with this really thing. cool answer. Yeah. But I think if we've learned anything in the last two years, planning past anything. planning two years in advance, yeah. not always yeah. a great idea. You sometimes have to be like, I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, Can plan, you plan for the worst, meals? get ready for the best. You know, stuff like yeah, exactly, yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, that's that's it. I mean, I just want my family to be set and like 
to just do the thing. I love it. Cool. There it is. Well, hey, man. We'll we'll wrap this up. It's a school <laughs> night. It's a school night. We've already asked you all the hard hitting questions about where you're going to be. Oh, what's you your favorite so song? So did, did it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can obviously come back whenever. Oh. Uh, you're one of the not rare ones because a lot of them do. But you did come on and you kind of just were comfortable right away. If you yeah. even if you didn't feel comfortable, really? you certainly came off that way. By the way, I I don't think it was recorded when you said that your first podcast. This is my first podcast. No, I, that was not. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad it was. I love it. A lot of firsts here. Wait, my even first though time... there's a giant microphone in front of my face, it felt very natural. <laughs> I'm not really sure how you think podcasts happen, but the microphones exactly. are Exactly. This is my first time. So this is like literally very, you know, hi. <laughs> oh, man. I'll try to get some new mics next time. No, it's great. But you should definitely come back, especially, yeah. I mean, who, next time you can just come. Well, you can come back for the food for or another food. wine tasting. Who no, cares? we're doing a cooking competition. Yeah. All right. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, Ken's yeah. declared. I'll bring lumpia. Maybe vegetarian. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm Maybe just, I'm not. I'll bring vegetarian. <laughs> oh, I thought, like, I thought it was me. I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm kidding. If you go hungry, you go hungry. <laughs> oh, you're a kosher vegetarian? Good luck with the pork. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So where, where can everybody find your stuff? Um, so my website's JennicaGonzalez.com. Um, I do Instagram. My food Instagram is Jenica Eats Meat. Um, and then Jenica Gonzalez is just my regular Instagram. Awesome. That's it. Ken, what do you got coming up? Uh, please check out the Buckeye Flame. This is, do you know that last week was probably the biggest week of traffic we've ever had? Um, unfortunately it's fueled by some really horridness coming out of the Columbus State House. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's not, it's not great, but it's great that people that were able to serve as that resource. And then, um, the, uh, Cleveland internet, nope, that's not the name of it. The Ohio International Burlesque Festival Mm. is coming up pretty quickly and I'll be hosting at least two out of the three nights of that. Nice. That'll be at the Beachland Ballroom. Nice. I love the Beachland Ballroom. That's that's the only venue. I, I mean, I've done a couple things at the Winchester, but the Beachland is my stage. That's all I know. I haven't been there in a while. I saw a show there like over the summer, but I always really like that place. Oh, it's it's just it's my home away from home. The only that's problem for place. me is just it's kind of hard to. It's just it's kind of a hike to get yeah. there. No, no, it's not. It's if you have nine beers, it's a super hike. Okay, that's different. That was a state of mind. I literally go from Edgewater yes. to Ohio City. Like back yeah. <laughs> I need parties to occur within walking distance, especially when it's getting nice out. Yeah. I like to walk places now. Yeah. So, yeah, let us know about that. I would love to go check one of those out, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but that is it. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. Great meeting you. Go team. <laughs>